you won't go home. You won't go home. Okay? We are, we expect that of Amy's. We expect that. We expect that. Of course you are. That's what you know. He did not. No, he. You're his spouse. Yeah, can I please get a 44 Norman Road? I need Wow. This is what she's been. She's been waiting two years to do this. She's been waiting two years to do this. She's been waiting two years to do this to us. She's been waiting two years for this. This is Susan that lives on Marion Road in Montclair. Now are you threatening are you threatening us with your son? Are you threatening us with your son? No. And nobody put their hands on me. No one put your hands on me. He put his hands on me. I asked you to please leave. Exactly. So please walk away from our property. Go away. Okay, just let her. So our kids don't have to see the police, please. Please just go inside with them. No, no, this is for this is for this is for this is for the people so they can see even in Montclair what we are living with even in Montclair for two years Susan from Marion Road has been harassing us for two years. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it is another episode of the Three Angry Black People. Yes, I said yeah! Three Angry Black People. Oh my gosh, dude! Help me! Help me! Wow, wow! Like Somebody I didn't, I didn't even, me. I didn't even, I didn't even get to finish. How are you, Christine? Because Rob, Rob just you know said fucking intro. I ain't even get to intro, you know. So how how are, how are you? you don't do that no he's just excited he's excited i mean that karen and that amy like they literally amy and karen i can't Ooh. i can't take it i just can't i just can't take it somebody after listening to that i need to understand I, somebody help me understand i can't i don't know where this is go how do these people oh we're going to talk about it today. So uh, before Rob basically jizzed all over the intro, um, <laughs> welcome to three angry black people. I am one of your hosts, Lorenzo. Big Rob, once again in the house. 
And I assume there's somebody else. Hey. Oh my gosh. Oh, this, oh gosh. Christine's in the house, y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This it's like your lines. Christine, your lines. Holding up the key card. Yes, it is Christine. I don't have no no wicked intro like y'all do. Like Rob gives you like the best intros. He calls you like the destroyer from the east, and then he has good lines. And all I'm I'm just here. I'm just here. And I was checking you my were... email, <laughs> which I shouldn't have been doing. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> I put on do not disturb for a whole fucking reason. <laughs> oh shit! I'm popular. <laughs> oh gosh! Just killed somebody the music. Called, just killed it. Just killed the music right there. It's just somebody like, call somebody. Somebody call Karen. Shh. All right. Now so you know that I did not want to deal with this today. You having a phone call in the middle of this production? Do not make me call the cops on you. You know? Dare you? Oh like my gosh! Recording. Well, you know, I felt like my life was in danger. That's why the phone started ringing because I was trying to call nine one one. After I was bu- brutally assaulted by 18 black people. There's only two, three of us here. You times that by six. The entire community is after me. <sighs> I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm calling the cops because you were mowing your lawn. Which is by HOA standards. I'm not trying to get that fee, oh ma'am. There's a rapist. You are not. You 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 are not following the home association neighborhood whatever guidelines. Oh, I'm, not, I'm mowing my lawn. <laughs> oh my lord! So so Chris, we were talking about this. Uh, I think last week or the start or the, or the start of this week. We need to dig into this right now because the, this. You know, as this is titled, this is Attack of the Karens. And I need, and you know, you broke down psychologically, but you need to help me understand why predominantly, you know, most, not all, most of these phone calls and these videos that we're seeing are of white women trying to basically get black people locked up. Because of whatever reason, and I don't understand to the today in the twenty first century, what is making us this scary? Why are we still this scared scared of black folk to this degree? Like it's like a neurosis. It's literally. I hate to say this because sometimes I feel like I'm not intelligent enough to speak on the subject, but it's really ingrained in their psyche, and it's been ingrained in the psyche since the early. I'll even say probably BCE since like the 900 BC. Well, not 900 BC, but it's been ingrained in the system, and it's just it's been ingrained in the system because that is a way of control. So you say, oh, look at these people over here, and they're peaceful. They're like, hey, you want to trade with us? Like, when you start researching African culture, like, they were very much like, yeah, you can trade with us. Yeah, we'll sell you our goods. And then they'll be like, well, we want exclusive rights. And then they, I'm I'm going on a tangent, but my tangent will come back to the point that you just asked. And then, like, certain countries will be like, we want exclusive rights to what you're selling to us. And then, of course, like, the different um, leaders of the areas would combine together and like, nah, 
we trade them with all of y'all to get all y'all money and they will come in and it's like okay we know how to do this so psychologically they're like look at these and then when you see someone new look at these um people they're bigger than us they're powerful than us they don't um they're they intimidate us they might rape and kill your children and you perpetuate that image and then you have now a whole culture where you're like oh my god they're they're Ten, the tenure of their voice, not tenure, but that's the wrong word, the height, the look, their just body mass infuriates us, scares us. The only thing we can do is call for help. Calling for help means bring your picks, bring your pitchforks, bring your fire, string them up, which that's what they do with a noose, and, you know, kill them, which in all in reality really goes back to they use fear intimidation to, to their, you know, to different women of the culture to say, hey, they're bigger than you, they're scarier than you, they're trying to kill your children, they're trying to rape you, they're trying to take you away from us. And in all actuality, it's just like, nah, we're just trying to trade this stuff so we can get some of the stuff you got because we want trade agreements. But, okay, but let me flip the other side of the coin. So, okay, so you're saying, you know, big, scary black people, I got that. You know what I mean? And it's been that way for a while and they feel intimidated. Okay, I got that. But there's also programming... On, on the other side of the coin, in terms of minorities, I feel like, too, because, you know, we've been, you know, we've been programmed as well to not, to not trust, you know, as black folk, not to trust white folk, you know? But Just, have we? Have yeah. we been playing for that? Because I think that it comes with, uh, it's a duality there, because the first thing we do as black people when we have an experience that we cannot we, we personally can't control is we call the cops. Like, for real, for real, when you really think about it, the first thing, like, you hear gunshots, you don't, I, I have, now it's getting to the point where I hear people's like, I'm afraid to call the cops because I'm afraid they might, you know, actually shoot somebody and hurt them. But back in the day, we were the first to call for incidences that we could not handle ourselves. And... But, like, I, but, but I'm talking more from the perspective of the of the, like the stereotype like the man you know what i mean like well, you know them being in you know them being in control and us basically just kind of following just kind of following suit you know we never just follow suit see that's the that is the propaganda they want you to believe is that oh well, like with the man like yes there is a thing of the point. man yeah but, yeah, exactly. but we never follow suit I think that we forget that as African Americans, we've always found a way around it, but we don't tell that story anymore. Like there's stuff that I realized my grandmother and great grandmother never told me that that's how they got around a lot of stuff because they didn't follow suit. They played like they follow suit behind like in front of the public. Like oh yes, we're following suit behind closed doors. They made the moves and did what they needed to do to make right. things happen. So, but you're so, uh -huh. saying there's like you know. Like when there's a whole bunch of white people and you're a token, you can't help but feel some type of way about that. You know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. you just feel, you know, you know, you feel a little, you know, you feel a little un uneasy. But that, but that feeling doesn't provoke us to do something as crazy as what we see these white women are doing, calling people on the phone. You know what I mean? Because they feel threatened. So it's like if we're breaking the mold, and again, I'm not trying to generalize here. This is not a broad sweep against all white women because we know it's not everybody. But when you have, but 
if it's not equal on both sides, if we can break the mold of us doing our best not to not to succumb to these emotions, then why can't these white women do the same thing? Why do we keep seeing these instances over and over? It's like I don't understand how one race can break the cycle, but the other race can't. So, oh, go ahead. I, I'm 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 going to chime in here. Um, let's go back to the video. The video you hear the family screaming that this woman, uh, this Karen, had been messing with them, you know, for a long time. Okay. She'd been messing with them for a very, very long time. When you have a situation where you're being harassed and it's because of your skin color, and the first thing that the person wants to do is call the cops. It's a it's a it's a fear tactic. And I think this is something that has been rooted in racism. It's rooted in racism. This is this is like for me when we were having this conversation, I felt like there's no point in me trying to understand the enemy when the enemy at this point has made it very clear with their stances. So at this point, especially in 2020, not even just 2020, like for the past couple good past couple of years we've been seeing this type of action on social media so much so when you have somebody that's rooted in their their bs their racism and they're harassing uh, um you know black people um to them this is just a tuesday you know so and- it's it, so it all just roots back to the common basic uh, emotions of fear and hate is what you're saying. Yes. And what makes what what keeps them from breaking the cycle is because they are not trying to break that cycle. You know, if you are decide to go on a diet, you're and you're eating constantly food that you know is gonna help put on some weight. If you don't stop and change, you know, your eating habits, then, you know, your your diet's going to fail. Right. So they've been eating on racism, hate, fear, all this stuff, you know, for a long time. And it's something that, you know, is constantly being taught to them in some form or fashion or whatever um, grievances they have in society fuels that. All right. And we haven't talked about you know the media which plays into this part because people who people are already impressionable all right and a lot of a lot of these idiots that come out the woodwork these karens um you can see it a lot of times they don't even make sense they're screaming they're emotional they're being stupid and then when they get called on their bs they're crying it's the tears all this all this mess you know but the media plays a part because when we have uh, issue so uh, not even an issue when we there's a murder of an innocent black woman or black man okay Breonna Taylor you know George Floyd when we have um 
you know, these these type of things happen, the first thing the media tries to do is to dig up something on the victim and say, you know, oh, well, they were doing this. All right. Trayvon Martin, they pulled up his social media account. He's he he was Trayvon was into martial arts, but they found the one thing on Facebook, a social media that they could use to quickly um, try to assassinate his character. Same thing with George Floyd. They, oh, yeah, they, they yeah, they always go with that angle of, well, yeah, they got murdered, but you know, they were this type of person. His life didn't, you know, he didn't really live a pristine life. As if that had any relevance on the fact that there was an injustice done. It's like, well, hey, you know, if they're not squeaky clean, then then what are you saying? It's okay that this person got because, murdered when they shouldn't have. Because because if they can paint the if they can paint the victim as a villain then people and this has happened people will suddenly be like oh well i guess it's okay and they totally ignore the system this is what you people do you know what i mean they they will ignore systematic murder they they will ignore it and they will try and defend the actions of you know the officer the person that was wrong or even in this situation karen oh well you know what well you know well maybe they were being loud and stuff like that now in some situations there's more to the story and you know things do happen like that but it's rarely ever a thing like when we had um it was a story about um this guy who went in chipotle with his friends we might have talked about this before but he went in chipotle with his friends and there was a young lady there that was like, yo, a young woman there. She was like, look, I'm not serving you guys. All right. You you want you want to if you want to get this food, you're 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 going to have to pay. Like she's she would see them all the time and they would pull a dine and dash. Now, at the time when the video was shown, all we saw is a video of her refusing to, you know, serve them, refusing, you know, to, to make anything for them. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they were. Tr- yeah, they were using our. You know. They, they, our, yeah. yeah, they were kind of trying trying to use the whole thing of oh unfair treatment to try and you know paint a false nar- narrative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they were pay- using that to paint a false narrative, and then it came out later that they run a scam all the time. And I remember this person actually posting it from. Um, you know his own social media account but when it was found out you know twitter twitter descended on him and you know of course random off he probably got a new profile and everything but he he was put out there he was put out there uh him and his friends so you know that's a rare situation but majority of time like the 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 clip that we just played uh there are people who are simply trying to live their life and they're getting harassed by these racist ass currents just like the dude that was putting uh writing black lives matter on his own property then this woman had the nerve to try and uh you know question him like i'm sorry but you know is that your property blah 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 and then he's like yes this is you know this is my property even though it was any of her fucking business and right. you know she tried to lie and say she actually knows the people that live there which is also bs and she wasn't even from the neighborhood so when it when that video went up because he recorded them 
and it got out you know she got shut down and of course it's always the same thing they get caught in their racism they're put on um for the world to see and then they want to apologize because suddenly their job knows about it they're getting fired um in that woman's in the woman's case um who was harassing the homeowner uh she had a um uh skincare line that she was uh promoting or selling and um you know people quickly went and found uh any shop that was carrying her stuff and was like yeah you shouldn't carry this because this that and the third you know uh it's it's to this point i'm like i'm not even trying to understand it it's pointless i'm not but trying to understand to why they're doing that and then honestly and, try though, no it, i'm not not because here's my thing i'm not going to try and understand a person that's got a gun to my face if a gun is put to your face okay you what are you going to do but knowledge what? is power my friend knowledge no i'm not i'm not saying that knowledge is in power but my thing is you're in a situation where somebody is trying to do you harm sure you can try and defuse it but if this person already has it out for you there's at this point it's going to be either sink or swim so right. but, but but what i'm saying is is that and you know if you're in the middle of it yeah i get that but i mean looking forward moving forward you know what i mean so that we can educate people and teach people that's what it really comes down to to me because we have to do better as a society no you know? they have to do better as yeah. a society yeah yeah i'm not yeah yeah I'm fuck them cutting you off <laughs> But, like, at the end of the day, how long do we have to keep educating them? Like, we have written books. We have done podcasts. We have done marches. We have done so much stuff. We have done protests and riots. We're at the point, like, we've had, there's videos back in the 1970s. Toni Morrison was like, why should I be, Phil, um, what did she say? I can't, I will not eloquently put it, but she says, you're... So your inferiority is not my problem. You need to fix that. She has done millions of videos. James Baldwin has done millions of videos. The only thing we need to do, and I really do stand by this, is two things. We need to stay black and keep and keep from dying. And we need to come together as a community and stop hating on each other. We need black men to stop hating on black women because I have no yes. idea what this is about. Because I'm like, God damn, y'all hate on us more than uh, other people. We need to love on, we need to accept our, you know, our LBGTQ community and make them feel inclus inclusive. And we need to come together and have an agenda because I'm sick and tired of always having to explain to Karens why they're wrong. The Karens, the Nancys, the Bettys, the dumbasses. And let me just tell you this, and I'm going to say it real quick, and then I'm going to shut up and let you go get to your point because, Rob, you are the voice of reason. But I just want to say, for everybody who's complaining, like, oh, I'm so sick of hearing the word Karen. Oh, my God. That's my name. Let me tell you, y'all been calling us for queen. Shanika, Kakuita, whatever. You've been doing it to Latin Americans. You've been doing it to the Black Americans. You've been doing it to the Asian Americans when you call them Ling Ling or Chi Chi. And I'm like, y'all are some racist ass fools. That's why them Vietnamese nail techs be cussing y'all the fuck out and talking about how crusty your fucking feet are. And then, 
let me tell you, and then you do it in Native American saying fly bird, something that's not their name. And even if it was, respect it because that's their damn culture. I'm sick and tired of it. So now y'all got it. Y'all got it with the Beckys because we used to call y'all Beckys for giving hint to uh, people. But now we call y'all Karens for doing this racist ass shit. And the only reason they're doing this racist ass shit, as Lauren said, is because they don't want to give up their power. But power has corrupted them. Let me tell you another thing mm. that I wanted to throw in about history is the reason why they were afraid of us is because we're genetically diverse. We're not doing this in sexual ancestral thing to keep our bloodlines pure they did look back at their history they slept with their um cousins their first cousins and have all these genetic malfunctions all our genetic issues come because of our environment your genetic issues come because you were sleeping with your first cousin or your first cousin slept with your mama and so now your brother's your uncle and now y'all have weak bones and now y'all got fucked up faces go look at prince charles from france he had a fucked up face fucked up jaw and was drooling and had a psychological issue i'm just saying for real for real and then again, I really wish they would understand that they're not the majority. They were the minority in the world when you really look at the grand scheme of things. You had Asia doing their own thing. You had Africa doing their own thing. You had Polynesia doing their own thing. You had South Americans, South American indigenous people doing their own thing. You had Native American indigenous people doing their own thing. So Europe was the minority in all of this. I'm so sorry for going on this whole tough rant. I apologize, but it's actually the Oh, no. And I'm done. I'm going to calm down and center myself. Oh, no. But see. Put your hand out my pocket. But see, that's, that's, that's my thing. I, I'm not. I'm, I don't feel as though um, trying to under, understand them. Is, is going to get anywhere I do think however we're going to say knowledge is power then it's the knowledge of understanding yourself and that these things happen and what you can do to possibly circumvent these situations that is what I would rather as the black community try to understand because there are some that are still oblivious that even in 2020, they're still oblivious that there are people that are going to hate them for the color of their skin or their hair or the, the way their hair is styled or, you know, um, their name, the, you know, the way they talk, you know, it, the culture. Problems regardless. Right. You know, no matter how. So, I mean, I mean, that is a good point. You know, no matter how much progress we make as a people for everybody, we're always going to have hateful people that want to usurp power that want to enforce their dominance simply just out of i guess maybe out of nature of just wanting to be better than the next man or woman so i guess that's a natural course of action and and and, and it's also to to uh harken back to what i said it's it's racism It, it it is racism and also um i think that it's just people not thinking for themselves. The uh, back, like back in nine, back back in September, um, you know, nine eleven. You know, um, when that occurred, I'll never forget. Fox News had let this woman, old woman, say that they need to go back where they came from. Okay, that was said on television live television now, at that time you know what year was this this was this is when 9 11 happened this is this is literally when 9 11 happened oh okay so 2001 okay yeah this is 2001 and they they allowed this 
And um, that right there, if all you do is watch the news, which is why the media is the devil. If all you do is watch a news program. That's where you get your information from. And you don't think for yourself. Like they say, you know, you fall for anything. Okay. There are you fall for everything. Right. There are a lot of people, even even the racists, there are a lot of people who don't honestly think for themselves. They grew up uh in the family with other people who don't think for themselves. Then there was no voice of reason. None. You know? And so when we see the media continuing a narrative that is not in favor of people of color you know these things are going to happen because you'll have somebody that swears up and down well my my black neighbors is probably toting guns and probably to do this that and a third and meanwhile that black neighbor you know is living in a, a very expensive neighborhood where the majority of people are white number one um number two actually has a a job that helps them sustain that living and is probably raising a family with their wife okay totally totally the opposite of the stereotypes that they try to place on black people black women okay because far be it for them to ever understand that a black person could be successful unless he was doing something that he's not supposed to be doing who taught you how to read boy right so when you have that kind of when you had that kind of energy is it stuff still goes out the window because they watch fox news or whatever media program that's going to try to paint this person a villain that's the real newscast all right they killed elijah they killed elijah this uh young man that was just really trying to go to the store to buy some tea okay he played the violin for cats in the shelter yep. mm. shelter and the cops try to make it like he was a total threat right that's what they do that's what they do and you would have some karen okay roll up and say well he was probably doing this and that and the third you know like it, it's just at like i said at this point i'd rather arm the black community with information i'm not responsible you're not responsible christine's not responsible to the listener you are not responsible for teaching for teaching (laughs) for teaching folks about their 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 racist bullshit okay if you know if you are if, if the only person that's responsible for that is the person that learned that poor behavior and needs to unlearn it i'm not about to go ahead and and teach a whole class and there's a lady that does that about racism all right if if you're if you're a dick bag you're a dick bag you need to learn how not to be a dick bag that's not my responsibility and let me just say that uh i am very proud of the people of west virginia when I went on vacation on my journey through there that I was treated that that I was treated very well. Now I'll take that on face value that they weren't just putting on a show, but regardless of the motivation, uh, even though I saw 
you know, you know, some uh, signs left and right that I was actually, you know, the only black person there and everybody was very was very friendly to me. Mm-hmm. But the only uh, did 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 I tell you what I saw uh, on like the front lawn or did you read that on Facebook what I said? Mm-mm. So look again, everybody you know was you know kind to me, but somebody uh, had a portrayal, and I didn't get to see it that well, but somebody had a portrayal of a lynching. Like a dummy getting lynched on on a tree in somebody's front lawn. Nope, we ain't doing this. We ain't doing this. Let me tell you right now. Uh-uh, no, no. What the hell? Finish your story. I'm so sorry. No, so, I mean, again, so look, just to put it in context, I was going to Deep Creek, Maryland for some vacationing last week, and uh, my wife had seen it and was like, look. You know, look over there. So we were driving as we saw it. I didn't get to see the color of the person, but regardless, it, it was like it was like a dummy, uh, and that that was being hung uh, from a tree, basically, on somebody's front lawn. Now, regardless of the reason why you're doing this, knowing the country you live in, knowing the temperature. Of this country that we're in right now, and the fact that nobody around you has taken this down, it just told me a lot about the community that I was in. And and again, I'm not saying all West Virginians are racist. I know that you know. Again, my I, I got family members that know people that live there, and you know. But the just the fact that that still existed to me just astounded just astounded me it's just dang and that's here's the thing oh gosh i won't go into that like by the way you can get really good cleaning supplies in west virginia because i don't think they're really worried about mass coverings right now so uh if you need to get some cleaning supplies west virginia is the place to go because i stocked up yeah that's good to know, but I'm afraid to go to parts of Maryland and West Virginia. I've been one, two, three. I've been three times, but like parts of Western Maryland and West Virginia, like no offense, I'm pretty sure they're, they're good salt of the earth people, wonderful people. Um, they vote too red too many times. It's just like they're red. I'm like, why are you always voting in the red when y'all are the ones who need the funding the most? Like they vote in the red because they assume. See, this is what I was once told, and this is always perplexes me. And I left it alone because I said, you know what? I can only vote for the things that will work for me. Like I understand, I can only come above my station so much until like systematic racism is done for, and until we have a system of equal, you know, not just equal rights and equal liberium for everybody. And I am okay with my station in life being that, you know, I'm comfortable where I'm at, not as comfortable as I want to be, but I don't, I'm not looking to be like a mega trillionaire or billionaire or millionaire. I just want to be able to say, hey, I want to go out to eat and not think about it. Am I I messing up my budget for the month and how am I going to pay my internet bill and my car note if I go out to eat for a $10 burger? Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Somewhere in the mind of people who vote red think that because if they work hard and they do right and they bust their ass they can be the next Pull you know, up by your bootstraps yeah they can be the next billionaire and that's not how it works 
money stays with money until you break that barrier. And if you would vote for your interest, which is like, you know, I just spent like $2,000 on healthcare this month. Let me just let the, the government give me um, universal healthcare because it's not free. I might be bringing home like $100 less to paycheck, which sucks. But now I can go to the doctors whenever I like. I got a water on my hand. Let me go to the doctors. Hey, you know, my coochie smells bad. Let me go to the doctors. I'm just saying, maybe if we just do something like that, we yeah, we might come home with less money, but it votes for your interest because now you're healthier. And guess what? You're sticking it to the man because the man wants you dead. See, this is the thing that I don't think people really understand. Like, healthcare is a capitalistic system right now that is killing us. They do not want us to be healthy because healthy people means that there's people willing to work in these areas, which means they can't send these jobs overseas. Let me just, um, I'm sorry to cut you off real quick, but I, I just received an update uh, from my from my lovely wife who texted me, who was on vacation with me. Uh, uh, I was wrong about the location because I think it was probably near a border area, but that uh, racist site that I saw was not in West Virginia. It, it was, was in Maryland. Yeah, it was in Maryland. Oh yes, because Western Maryland. Western Maryland. They got a place, and I'm not going to say the name of it because they have a wonderful winery there. But every time I see that name, I'm like, it sounds like Lynchin' Nigga, Maryland. And I'm like, I can't be out here in Lynchin' Nigga, Maryland because I don't want to get lynched. My neck is too beautiful for that thing to happen to. No. I'm sorry. I'm going to calm down. I'm sorry. I'm going to put myself on mute. No. I love that. I love that energy. I love that energy. Oh, yeah. I love that energy. And also, um, this conversation uh, brings up a topic I want to I wanna shift into. I think I, I I think I was about to shift there too. Go ahead, man. <laughs> so uh, we still go and, and we still want to get back to the Karens because uh, this attack on the Karens day and um, got something to say. But um, before hey, before we really ju- huh? I was just saying attack of the killer Karens, like attack of the killer tomatoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, you know what? Actually, before we before we before we, before we shift, uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, so, we called the episode uh, "Attack of the Karens," and this actually originally was just going to be a segment where it's like kind of the uh, you know the Karen of the week, you know, whoever like really did the most. But it feels like the universe had hurt us in some way and decided, oh, on a rampage. Let, yeah, let's give you let's give you a couple of candidates, right? Um, how about a delegate? How, how about a how about a a Congress worth? <laughs> right, like you know what? Like you you need you need a couple stories, don't you? Well, we got them. Um, so. <laughs> Because of how crazy it's been, uh, you know, we decided to just take that segment and actually turn it into the title of today's episode. But going forward, you're definitely going to uh, get a current story. You're definitely going to get one. And um, shout out to Christine, because we don't just call Karen's you know, what you would think typically. Although there's all types of Karen's. They come in different flavors. We should have. Oh man, we should have played the intro where where the woman was dropping the n bomb to the other white person. Uh nah, 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 nah. Uh, I like what you had more because I think it 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 really hit home. Um, but let's talk about that because I think she definitely took the. I think she definitely had took the um the lead. 
That's where I thought you were gonna go. Ah, uh, well, no, nah, no. Nah. Actually, uh, where I, I it's a it's a story that has something to do with Maryland. That's why I was just like, hmm. uh, but we'll, we'll, let's talk about let's talk about this lady. So I didn't know um, that a, a white person, okay, could also be called the 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 N word with the 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 whole er. You know what I mean? I I didn't know, but this lady saw herself fit to say that to another white woman and uh, what this lady was complaining because i apparently i guess they were moving furniture or something and this woman is so bothered by them at like three or four in the morning she goes out and starts fussing with them so then she turns around while while fussing and you know carrying on she decides to go ahead and call him a nigger like just call him that and i'm like Get this nigger off my property. Right, like, and, and she didn't just say it once. She didn't just say it once. You know, she she went in. And then, she did, a, the then she did a Facebook post talking about it. You know? What I, is the two, but they, they, they have to put the exclamation point by that er. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, they put the emphasis on the er. <laughs> To make sure that you know I'm being as racist as possible when I'm saying this. Nigger. God. I don't get it. I used to have a manager that would call um, other white people the N-word. And I would just look at her and I'm like, you know, you can't use that word. She's like, I can use that word. She's like, I'm not calling you that. I'm calling them that. They're dirty. And I'm like, why can't you just say white trash? And she's like, oh, no. And, like, that's a whole nother thing that I realized is, like, we all – and this is where I – why I can firmly stand in this argument, which I, I don't want this to be the sword I die on, but if it is, I it might be. Every other culture is allowed to have a word they can call in amongst themselves. I won't say the words, but every other culture, even the LGBTQ, has words that they can call amongst themselves. And technically, when you think about it, we should not be – um, we don't have the right to say it because we're not in that culture. So I feel like that's how the word nigga works for us. I know some people like, I don't like that word. I don't want to use that word. That's a derogatory word. We're not going to do it. And I said nigga with an A and not the ER. But this manager, I won't say who or when or where. You may have met them, Lawrence. Um, I said that on purpose. Because man man or woman. To me. Um, I'm not going to say that because if it gets back to me, I know I'll get cussed the F out. I'll text it to you in the group chat. But either way, they okay. always said it. And then they always had this thing when, when I would work with them. And this was a few years ago, so it wasn't any recent managers. Bam. Um, where they're like, oh, your, your family's outside, Christine. Go help them. Your family's outside, Christine. And I'm like, what is she? Oh, I was just a she. Never mind. What are they talking about? And I would go, and it would be black people. And I was like, you, yo, what the F? And like, let me just say this. In, in retail. Black people don't always buy from other black people. They don't. I have worked with plenty of them, and they have said, okay, uh-huh. And then one of my co- colleagues would go over there, and they get them to buy however much. It's just something I can't explain it. But mm. this is what she would do. She would use that word real hard. She's like, oh, them those white Ennas are out there. I'm like, did you really just call this white Enna N-word? Oh, yeah, she called this white guy <laughs> a white nigga because he was dressed like he was, I like, you know. Like I know who this culturally, is. he looked like he was... He was into like hip hop and stuff. And then talking to him, Homeboy was more country than anything. He just liked wearing jerseys and he was super cool. He liked going to um he liked going down to um Georgia to go shooting and camping. He was just real relaxed. He just liked wearing jerseys. And I'm like, she really caught this man a nigga. 
and she and it was a white man and i'm like so 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 let me so before we continue i think it's fair if i give everybody my standpoint on where i stand with with that word so by and large i am a firm believer in context no matter who is saying it now unless you've been living under a rock you know how racially charged that word is okay typically typically i just don't i just don't use it just because i just don't i just feel like using other words you know and i know and i am aware just like everybody else should be aware of how racially sensitive that word is so regardless if you are going to play the game of dropping n-bombs you have to understand that while you may mean it one way it is a charged word meaning that chances you you should only use and, and i'm speaking to black folk too you should only to me you should only use it sparingly because every time you do you're walking a racial tightrope regardless of how you meant it maybe you didn't mean it in a derogatory way maybe you meant it as a friendly way but regardless of who's saying it because you know our culture and the way our culture views that word you have to be careful you just have to be careful you have to be aware of how other people are saying that word even if what you're doing like 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 i just did earlier i was using the word because we were talking of the topic of that word okay so that's why you know typically when i use it i'm speaking of the con in the context of people using that word or showing you an example so by and large we should all just be aware that if you use it you're basically rolling the dice and you need to be careful but I'm on the other side of that because um, I used to feel that way, but then I read this essay in college, and then I read more, like, similar essays to it where it was, like, this. the essay was called, um, it was by Gloria Naylor, and she wrote about the word nigga, and she was, like, culturally, she understood what it meant in her culture. She's, like, we took this word from our oppressor, and then it started to be a, a term of endearment. Whether it was right or wrong, she said it's the term of endearment, saying, yo, what's good? Like, she didn't say, what's good, my nigga? But she would say something like, you know, you was like, you can I can't believe that nigga hit, like, three sixes this week, talking about the lottery, so now this guy has made money, or, you know, it was a term of endearment that we used, like, back in the 60s and 70s, but that being said, yeah, we do have to be more careful, because here's the thing, Black culture seems to be, like, I don't get it. I do get it because we got flavor. We got sauce. Like, all this pain we got, all this traumatic issues that we've had, we've turned it into something beautiful, which I think people need to really, like, they recognize it and they need to appreciate it. But now, like, you have more people who want to be a part of the culture and they want to use that word. And it's just, like, where I come back to, like, if other cultures are allowed to have their words and you know what those words are if you are in those cultures why can't we be allowed to have it and the issue comes back to because we you, we don't want you to have something that we don't we can't control but that's neither here nor there so yeah you're right it was a roll of the dice be careful how you use the word yeah i'm not saying yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying black people can't use the word i'll even go as far as to say white people can't use the word but since you are non-black 
you are rolling the dice a lot more than somebody who is of our culture. Whether that's right or wrong is a different subject, but you know, you know, it's like when you use certain words, that's why context is, is very, is very important. And so if you want to roll the dice, just be, you know, <clears throat> just be prepared for the backlash because, you know, I've always gone under the, uh, perspective of you know people are people are offensive <clears throat> period people you know to I me mean? and we all use certain words to be offensive what is your intention what is your what is your mission when you're saying the things that you're saying are you trying to compliment are you trying to be funny what are you trying to do you know What's the motivation? So again, it all leads back to the same thing. So, yeah. yeah. And I just want to get punched in the throat. Yeah, I was going to say because, um, Christine, when you sent that that video, I was a little upset because when the woman's like, "Yeah, she was going to beat the woman's ass," um, I felt like, damn, I, I was waiting for a WWE style battle here, and instead, I, I just got a regular like world star smack up but then it wasn't even world star worthy but um do you think karen's will 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 eventually like 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 get to that point like if somebody is like mad at you and is trying to is trying to call the cops on you and you call that person a karen is that is that going to be on like the same level? Like not the same level as dropping an end bomb, but like it's seen as like a racial slur kind of. They're trying to they're trying to make it that way. They are trying to make it that way. They are actually women, uh, Karens <laughs> that are getting offended for being called a Karen, and will even be like, "I'm not being the Karen." And, and uh, to me, like, I find it hilarious because they tried to make that comparison of. It actually being just as bad as saying the n-word and i'm like no because that word was used to bring black people down it was used to demean black people it was it it, it fueled an attitude to treat um black people you know horribly so there in no way ever would Karen be something that is going to have the same impact as oh, yeah. it the word the has. It, it won't have the same impact, it, but it I ever. wonder if you start saying, hey, man, see, I was talking to this Karen the other day, man. I told, man, I was like, I was like, Karen, shut up. Are they going to start owning it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, <laughs> no, they're not because not, they're not because they're, 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 their their pride is, is is fragile. The only ones who I feel honestly could get upset and reasonably so is women who are actually named Karen and isn't an asshole. Okay. Oh yeah. That's the only time and I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I feel bad for them. I actually know uh you know women that are named Karen and they are not Karen's, you know, aside from their name. They they don't perpetuate the the same the same things they don't tick those same boxes you know i don't see anybody getting punched in the face uh, at least yet for being called a karen but 
going back to what I was saying. Same level. Going back to what I was saying, you use the N word and you could get you could really get your ass whooped. That video that woman said you call you got the right one today and the wrong one. Because you call me call me a nigga one more time and I'm going to beat your ass. The only thing I was disappointed because I was expecting her to go and drop the people's elbow on this bitch. And I didn't get what I wanted. So as far as I'm concerned, she she got a B plus on that. I, I was like, wait, what kind of that's not a great A ass whooping. But then again, looking at how weak the person was, I was like, yeah, I could see that too. You know, like eh, it, okay, this is already one. Eh, whatever. But you can't you can't oh go ahead yeah you can't you can't say something like that and not expect to get your ass whooped and um y'all karen y'all president got y'all fucked up because y'all really out here thinking you can go ahead and say whatever you want out your mouth and it won't cost you your job but get your ass whooped on camera for the whole entire world to see oh there is in the era of social media there is a price to pay now Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, and, and listen, listen. And um, the woman, the the story about the woman who pulled um, uh, a gun on this black woman because the black woman approached them when she was trying to question them. Like, did you just try to run me over? Like they was having a whole something was going down in this parking lot. This Karen decided to pull out a gun, a gun. And uh, she was, and she was, and what I find out, uh, what I find very, very interesting is how well she she was holding the gun. This is somebody that definitely goes to the range and trains with it, because when you hold a gun, you want to hold it very close. You want to hold it very close to you. You want to hold Why did it. That surprise you though. It it surprises me because of the fact that it's not a person that just got a gun. Just to protect, just to protect themselves. This is somebody who went a bit deeper in knowing everything and how to use it. Like a, to put it into perspective, a person that is fearing for their life, so they go and register, they get a gun, and they they just keep it in the house, right? This person, when feel threatened, they'll pull out the gun, they'll hold it straight out. But if you actually see the video, the way the woman is holding it is just if you were watching a movie and you see people bust in and they hold the gun like real close to them. They keep their arm like locked a certain way. So that is to help with the recoil and everything like that, as well as to make sure that their their aim is straight on point. So that is what really I, f- I found it interesting because I was like, you know what? She already in her mind because the fact she was already strapped with it to begin with she already in her mind is ready for some shit to pop off mm. okay and and she knows how to hold that gun regularly so if she had fired that sucker it was it almost to me like not that she would say it but part of me was like is she a trained cop is she is she a plain clothes cop that's what the first thing i thought about i was like she hold that gun extremely well extremely well um, almost like the whole thing is a setup not a setup it's somebody that is legit legit having some type of some type of thought process 
where they feel like they're going to go against black people or shit's getting crazy because protests and the whole nine so she's ready to rock that's what i mean like every you know it's set up like if the shit goes down i'm ready Oh, okay now i thought you meant set up as if she was trying to get somebody out there no i got you um no no she yeah she she definitely was ready for something and it was crazy because like this woman was like well y'all tried to run you know run over me like whatever disagreement her go-to was to go and pull out this gun that that that's what it was all right and this is when karenism gets like crazy as shit yeah this is when Karenism. The Constitution allows me to carry this. Karenism is crazy, man. Um, you know. Also, think about it. Like, there's a lot of, but whether she's a cop or in military, they train you how to properly hold and use a gun. Yeah. And in the recoil. So, like, I get where you're coming from with that. And um, yeah, I need the, I need Karens. I'll, okay, out for the day, I won't call them Karens. I need people who feel who feel argumentative and fear in their hearts towards people that have melanin and or have an accent because you know they don't just do it to brown people they like to do it to people who they fit who may not come off as you're a wasp i need y'all to take a chill pill because y'all messing with the right ones because you i really hate to say this not saying all karens don't have hands but most of them don't have hands and most of the people i know when you come popping off at the mouth they usually are people who have hands now now yeah. you were saying to me a while back karen's can be black folk too especially when it comes to masks uh, to wearing masks that's that, when that, the karen comes out that, that that was that was uh christine actually yeah. um, oh she put us both onto something and uh she's right because um Karen isn't Karen isn't just for 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 white women. We, we but when we say Karen, that's the that's the first thing. But there are other people of color. Okay, there are people of color um, that will don that that behavior as well, and will be quick to ask for a manager or you know fuss because they want to get their get their way now i know some people gonna say oh no we can't be a current like yo listen you may not be calling you may not be calling the cops but you you sitting in the circle so be careful be and careful let me just say, wear your mask please so, if you're gonna caring out don't caring over a mask oh gosh but bruh bruh they carrying out over all kinds of shit. Cause all right, let's talk about dummy. That was let's talk about let, let's talk about dummy in Starbucks. Cause she's a so-called activist, by the way. She sat there and got mad because this dude would not serve her because she was not wearing the mask. And then she went off on him and started video recording him and then put it on her Facebook for everybody to come and look at him. Like you were wrong though. You should be wearing a mask. Yeah. Like you know, like right now, like you can have people get people go and people go and get mad because, dude, you're 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 doing something like jogging, okay, or you're calling somebody out for not following the rules, and you know that same person right to not wear a mask, okay. I don't have to wear a mask. I have bronchial problems. I have respiratory problems. All right. I can't wear a mask because it cuts off my breathing. Thank you. 
And well, then order your I food wear- from Amazon Fresh. Don't do this to me. I will tell you right now. Order your food from Amazon Fresh. Use Instacart and don't take back that tip. And better yet, how about, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and go ahead and breathe all this infected air in, and then you can go ahead and deal with COVID, and then put this $500,000 bill. Go right ahead. I'm perfectly fine. I'm tired of saving people's lives. All this was created by the Democrats, okay? It was created by the Democrats. I saw, you know what, shifting gears. Because before... Wow, uh, these topics are rolling. Um, shifting gears here. Let's let's talk about this because um, nothing is nothing is seeming to improve when it comes to us being able to get back to some normalcy because we have people that want to protest wearing a mask, and when there's numerous bits of information out there for why you should wear a mask. People would rather try to sum it up to fake news when you have a death toll that continues to rise because people can't seem to wash their hands or wear a mask. And yet you decide to go and say, oh, well, you know, it's my constitutional right. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. Like, listen, as Ice-T said it, and this is the best quote ever at this point, wearing a mask is basically an IQ test. Okay, like it is a basically IQ test. When you see people walking in without wearing a mask and all this and all this shit, um, yeah, it it it's bad. It's bad. People are dying of the flu, so I mean, you know, you don't talk about that. What about those people? Yeah, well, those people that uh got the the flu typically stay their asses at home so that's that and when you know people have the flu when you know people had the flu you know what usually a lot some people will do they'll go and get a damn flu shot you know what some people will do they'll realize if somebody's sick and coughing or hacking they back the fuck away when somebody has the flu they call their job and say i'm not going to be coming in to work because i am sick now for some strange idiotic reason you have coronavirus that decided to go ahead and hit levels over nine thousand. come in on some super saiyan shit for all you dragon ball z lames that can't watch anything else than dragon ball z (laughs) (laughs) decide (laughs) decide i'm sorry that was a that was a straight shot that shouldn't even happen anyway when you decide that there's a virus out here. There's a whole pandemic that is shutting down countries, not just the United States, shutting down other fucking countries. When there's a pandemic that has the fucking UN, like, fuck this. None of you goddamn Americans are coming into goddamn Europe. No, fuck it. No, get your shit together. When you lead, when your country leads in the number of cases for this shit, okay? But yet, yet, you decide you're going to go outside, even though you know you are sick with that damn virus, you got it. You're going to go outside because it's your American right. You dumbass motherfucker. Maybe we should slow down the testing. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? You know what? I feel bad. I feel bad. And I'm going to tell you why. When that idiot got in the office and people were panicked, I said, yo, we're going to be all right. And 
somebody asked me, yo, how do you know? And I said, listen, I don't have the answers. I really don't. I really don't. But, you know, we got to be optimistic. We got to stay strong. We got to stay vigilant. Man, let me tell you, if I could go back, I'd be like, yo, fam, look. Some shit really about to go down because this idiot, this 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 idiot is about to fuck some shit up, like like stupidity, like you know what is it's really scary when there's racism and stupidity and the two merge. But it's but it but it's not like not not, not I mean usually racist people are stupid, but I mean like when the god of stupidity decides to 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 merge to merge with the racist idiot, like when when there's just this former energy that just comes into play gosh man i mean i don't care if you have a phd if you're racist you're an idiot and you're stupid you're just you just know you just know molecular biology really well but you're but you're still an idiot Let me tell you, some of the smartest people I know are the dumbest, are like, are just dumb, just dumb. Like, they have PhDs in like organic chemistry, physical science. Um, someone has, I think I know someone that has a PhD in economics. Yeah, but like, if you talk to them, they, the, the lights died on. Exactly. Rocha told me some of those who work forces are the same that burn crosses. Killing in the name of. So yeah, I, I <laughs> man, you know, it, it's oh, it's 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 almost fascinating just how many stupid people there are. Um, well, for, you know, it's just stupid, and and, and that's just stupidity. This the be stupidity to have. Uh, the stupidity with the level of confidence that they have. You know, I actually heard a woman say that she treats mass the same way she treats. Did she? She basically approaches mass the same way she approaches with not wearing underwear. What? Yeah, I, 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 I should have, I should have like loaded the. Oh, the clip. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I. even say that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then it was a, it, it was a person before her. Uh, and this was a shout out to um, DeFranco, Philip DeFranco, because I was watching uh, one of his news segments when he was talking about this and he let everybody decide to pick the news form, which and I, he he regretted. Uh, but uh, yeah, there was this woman that, that like she went on this rant and. She had to let the world know she doesn't, you know, she doesn't wear underwear and that's she treats masks the same way. And I'm like, oh, gosh, that's two EPA violations. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Lord. Like, the swamp is real. Oh, my gosh. The people, listen, we we are not draining the swamp anymore. We're nuking you that shit. You the swamp if you have swamp ass. Like, we're nuking it, man. Like, oh, gosh. Like, this is... There, there are just there are moments there are moments that I really sit there and think you know what I just might as well get used to never going out anywhere again because people are really dumb and but let, me ask you, but, but, but let me ask you a question is it 
you know, all right, all right, so it's all with the, under the spectrum of stupidity. But is it more stupidity or willful ignorance of facts that we know might be true, but we're just ignoring it because we don't want to deal with anything? I, you know what? It's hard to say because um, some of these people that refuse to wear a mask uh literally are going off of the message they get from fox news and their lord and fear you know trunk so um i listened to hannity thank you very much sean hannity always gives me journal journalistic perfection oh gosh <laughs> that's another name i don't never want to hear on the show man um yeah, yeah, like, I, listen, like, I feel, I feel as though, I feel as though that if we don't start punching stupid in the face, this mess is never going to go away. <laughs> but then you got to stay six feet, so it's like, shit. Snipe. Yeah, well, I, I'm all. Listen, I am all. For, I'm all for finding a way to incapacitate these idiots. Uh, but it's just. That is a war in itself because there are so many idiots. And I said it on the, uh, I said it on one of our previous episodes that um, the conspiracy is pretty much all the idiots that are descending upon us in 2020, um, uh, and they're winning because wow, are they? Are they winning? I just want to say, well, they're they're winning to lose. Let's put it that they're, way. They're they're definitely winning to lose. I just want to say. That I get why, especially in the summertime, where some some people may decide to go underwearless, and it makes sense because you that does need to breathe for both men and women. Y'all know y'all get jock itch and fungal infections down there. Y'all don't talk about and wear it does need to breathe. Underwear. Huh? Wear breathable underwear. That's but not. You, not everyone can wear breathable underwear. I've met some people who can't. I'm just saying. I'm. I've met some other uh, other individuals who do free ball. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know, just wanted to get out that out there. Wait, wait, wait. But okay. mask, mask. Like they have done studies to show that mask saves lives. They have done plate studies where they have had someone breathe on a plate. I don't know if y'all ever done this. I've done this before before like different science classes. You breathe on a plate. And it shows you what it looks like when you talk to somebody, how many mm -hmm. spores come out your mouth. When you are laughing, how many spores comes out your mouth. When you're just breathing normally, how many spores come out your mouth versus if you have a mask. And each and every time wearing that mask, nothing grows on the plate. Now, with that being said, because some dumbass out there, and I know some dumbass out there will say, well, this is a virus. So let me make this very clear. Viruses are particles that get stuck and materials so it decreases the risk of viruses entering into your system and even if it does enter into your system the less amount of the viral load that gets hit in your system you're less likely to get ill you might you might get infected but you're less likely to get ill with that being said wear a mask wearing a mask and wearing underwear do not equate wearing I underwear I, like I said huh <laughs> that's what they say faulty science is Multi science oh, alternative, God. you know, if you look at the alternative facts, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but you, you know, it's Fauci. Let me see, you know what, you know what, you know what, on, on Fauci, I need to say, I, I need to give a special fuck you to the person on YouTube 
that started a chat that that started arguing with me about something. I was on YouTube, and uh, we were talking about. Uh, I was. Um, they were cor- they were correlating the Jaws movie scene when the guy is talking about reopening the beaches, right? Mm-hmm. And they were talking, you know, they were making the guy Trump, you know, the mayor, the mayor like Trump about reopening the beaches, and uh, you know, they were saying that Richard Dreyfus character. Uh, was like a scientist, right? Because you know they're trying to use science to show why, you know, how you know dangerous it is to you know have people go out to these beaches, right? And I said, and I said, uh, I think dry, you know, and and you know Dreyfus, I think is more of a like Fauci, and this one guy accused me and was like. You've been brainwashed. He's not Fauci. You're one of those people. I'm sorry you've been brainwashed. And I'm like, I'm sorry that you have nothing better to do than attack a person that you don't that you don't know on YouTube. Freaking keyboard warriors, right? Then he's then he comes around and blocks me. Oh, you've been blocked. You're you're start you're starting problems. Like bitch, you started the problem. We were all and mind you, he sent that response. He he started beefing with me two weeks later after everything had died down. I had made my comment and left, and then two weeks later, he had a problem with me and then got mad at me for defending myself. Internet stupidity. He might be a Karen. What's, oh, he's a Ken. Oh, he probably, you got, got he, Ken. He's saying, he, yeah, he's he, he's tick, he's ticking the boxes. He's ticking the boxes. Hold on, hold, hold on. I'm going to our uh, chat log because one of those pictures I sent had the name for the male Karen. Wait a minute. <laughs> Stand by. It's Chad Ken. I love Brad. What's I don't it could be Chad. I mean, it could be Ken, Chad, Brad, anybody who literally makes you just say, why are you defending your partner's horrible behavior? All you should be doing is ha- is escorting them back in the house before they get two pieces of biscuit. Hold on. Let me see. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We also need to get to our... To our uh, poll too. Okay. Uh, it's cut off. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Log. Oh. I can't find it. I think, but I think they're called Chads. I I want to say Chad. I just wanted to come up with the. With the uh, with the male version, you know, because it's equal opportunity stupidity. But Chad or whoever you are out there, um, yeah, fuck you for being stupid, because that's not how it works. When you start beef, you don't cancel the other person and then blame it on them. Your Trump tactics will not work on me. You were the one being stupid. 
And uh Yeah, um get coughed on. Oh gosh. When you start beefs. Oh what how could you say that? When you start beefs, I'm gonna make a burger out of you. I don't know. I don't need beef. Assalamualaikum. So anyway, I just needed to I I just needed to get that out because oh Malaikum Islam. I just needed to get that out because that person that person pissed me off like keyboard warriors piss me off now. You know, when you say anything and when was Fauci saying the name Fauci controversial? When Trump realized that he can't do anything against a person that has actual facts and can back it up other than just berate them and try to get his legion of stupidity stupid supporters to go along with them so yeah that that's when Fauci became bad because again Trump is trying to win another election so is he is he Oh, well, well, well. He's well. He's trying. I mean, he he is trying, but it is is not going to work in his favor. Um, you know, we'll probably talk about that in some episodes to come as that gets closer. Ken. Uh, his name is Ken. Yeah. I, I found the picture. The male Karen. Uh, you know, it's Ken and Karen. <laughs> I like that. I like. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I, I really, I really do like that. But um, yeah, key, keyboard warriors uh, that blame blame social media. But social media is, is definitely what got people feeling some kind of way and thinking they can say anything. Um, speaking of ice, ice tea. Um, I wanted to talk about this on a, a previous episode. Uh, there was a woman that got upset with him um, because she wanted him to say happy birthday to um you know one of her um uh her relatives one of her parents i think and when he didn't respond she basically was like well i'm not a fan of you anymore and he was busy tweeting about you know black lives matter and you know we need change god to fund police all these different things but he saw that and he actually responded to it and he was like all right you know see your peace get the fuck out and um people went in on it like yo you know there's other ways to get this person's attention you come onto a post asking for him to say happy birthday when he's busy talking about george floyd and and what's going on and how people need to protest and things of that nature mm-hmm. and that was also karen behavior you know because it's the whole me 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 i i i pay attention to me i have to have my way you know bullshit um Isn't that just being a troll no no because you can you can troll there's trolling and then there's you know being a karen trolling I feel is when somebody's really just trying to get a rise out of somebody. Uh, this wasn't the case. This wasn't the case. She 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 wanted some acknowledgement, and when she didn't get it, she was like, "Well, I ain't going to be a fan anymore." So okay, so you're being entitled because, like, dude doesn't owe you shit, and right now he's talking about something serious. There's other ways to, you know, ask him. You know. 
to say happy birthday to your head or whatever. She tried to get up a whole sob story too, but nah. That wasn't trolling. That was somebody I'm being just saying, Acknowledge what's being talked about and then maybe it's like, oh, and by the way, happy birthday. I hope you're having a good a good birthday. But to ignore the topic completely and just go on your own narrative is yeah, that is very Karenish. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Um we we're we're we're, we're always gonna have a, a Karen segment. So this is gonna happen. So from now on, folks, y'all when we when we, we, we deem it fit, y'all are gonna hear about uh a Karen. We'll we'll pick one out the the bunch who gets the uh Karen of the Week award. You know? <laughs> and uh what a top or maybe we'll do a top five. I don't know. Um but no uh, you said the K O T D. Karen uh, of the day. Karen That's of the Karen of the day and yeah, Karen of the day. So that's what that's what it's going to be, but um, moving moving along because we definitely do have uh, some topics to get into, especially Rob's latest poll. Good gosh! Um, oh yes, that's right. I wanted to talk about Atlas Management. Okay, uh, the company that owns a few restaurants uh, in downtown uh, East Harbor here in Baltimore. Okay, uh, over Harbor East. Sorry, um, y'all saw the video. And where this uh, woman was, her and the son was denied service at Jose Bay restaurant because of her son's attire, him him wearing um, shorts. Meanwhile, there was another little boy there who was wearing shorts, and they got seated. And this this uh, gentleman was trying to basically tell this lady that her son would have had to go home and change clothes for what so you know the story this story got out and you know everybody saw the video and dude had no leg to stand on because she was like well that little boy right there is wearing shorts so what's the problem with my son you know and of course he he didn't when he didn't want to come out and say it yeah he yeah he, well he didn't want to come out and say it and uh, digging into further, there were people that went to school with him, you know, that could was like able to confirm, like, yeah, he's a racist prick. Um, but of course, you know, Ozio Bay Atlas Management, you know, well, Atlas Management, um, you know, came out and talked about how they they don't tolerate that they were going to fire him. But the thing about it is, this isn't the first time that that company has had some kind of issue where somebody called them out on their racism all right so they owned a few restaurants one being the elk room uh, another tagliata and then of course Ozo bay there's, there's a few of them in fact if uh you pull them pull up their social media you can see all the companies that you know all the different restaurants that they own it really sucks because i enjoyed elk room but you know they tried to fix the situation by putting two black guys out at the front that's how they decide to fix it <laughs> so like you you um you decide to half-ass attempt it not even half-ass that wasn't um that that just that wasn't even trying to like they, they just didn't try at all you know? yeah, I remember, yeah i remember you showed me that so they okay so 
they didn't make any type of public statement, I guess is what you're saying, but to try and rectify the situation, they just put two black people out front to say, hey, look at us, we're inclusive now. They, yeah, they, they were trying. And it's Atlas Restaurant Group. That's, that's who it is. Um, yeah, don't go there at all. Well, yeah, there's a few. I'm actually getting ready to pull up their, um, their, uh, whole, whole, uh, lineup. But yeah, they suck. Wow, they really do suck. That guy, um, I'm glad you mentioned, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, that, I had what well, you know. I did want to talk about some something else. I did want to kind of switch gears a little bit, but I wanted to uh, I, I wanted to kind of talk about uh, the commercialization of Black Lives Matter and then its disappearance a little bit. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go into we're gonna go in that shortly because there are there are companies that are trying to seem supportive and they're they're really not. Um, but yeah, uh, so Atlas Restaurant Group. So for those of you who want to boycott um, this company, and I am almost sorry because it looks like they had owned one other um, business, and I was just like, oh fuck. I was like, I like that place. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, Ozio uh, Bay is one of them. They got uh, Azumi, um, which is, a, is another. Oh, wow. That account was suspended. I wonder why. Oh, Lord. All their accounts. Oh, hold up. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like they may not have. Oh, wow. The Elk Room account has been suspended. Mm. Oh, shoot. Chop Tank. So, yeah. They got they got a few. So it's Ozio Bay, Azumi Baltimore, Lockbar, Tagliata, Find the Elk Room, um, the Bygone. They got the Chop Tank, Ozio Beach, Ozio Bay, Houston, um, the Italian Disco, and the Lockbar. Now there's only a few of those in Baltimore, but um, oh, man, we can't go to the Elk Room anymore. Nah, nope. They, but there's another there's another spot we know of. So then that's not the only um. That's not the only uh, one location. We we there's plenty of other speakeasy locations that we can go to. So, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, but there's 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 that. But yeah, they tried to remedy the whole situation by putting two black guys out. Like, like, all right, like you think that's going to fix it? Like, no. we're not stupid. People aren't stupid. <laughs> they really aren't. And look, and I'm just diving into. I'm just going to dive into one of their posts because see they So they had a post six days ago and they've been real. They've been real quiet. So they were like in partner with uh, FS Baltimore Harbor East, you know, uh, Atlas restaurant group has made decision to discontinue its dress code policies at both the hotels, restaurants, the, the bygone and Maximon. So then, um, you know, people are going through and they're like, you can have a dress code, but don't enforce it only for black people. And then I like how somebody was like translation. The hotel made us do it. And of course, you know, people are still riding because somebody is like fired the manager because we are not done yet. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's sad. Now, one person was like, sounds like you acting on fast. So he's going to he's like, I hope Latinos are welcome. Or at any other restaurant owned by Atlas Group, you know, wish me luck. And then, of course, somebody is like, "Yeah, let let's let's let let's slow your roll there, Chief." But 
yeah um it's it's a it's a clusterfuck and like this wasn't the first time they had it was one other incident at one of the locations i want to say it was the chop tank where something happened so this is this is my thing you know i'm so glad i'm so glad that in general it's just harder to be racist oh gosh what happened Danger, Bill Robinson. Danger. Right. Like, what is happening? <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, um, yeah, this this is my thing, and and yeah, um, I like that people. I like that people are calling out uh, these companies when they do something, because that's what's making the that's what's making the change. You know, um, whether it's we want to put it, whether we want to put a term on it or not, you don't get any kind of change until you hit. Uh, a company's pockets so when people are protesting in the whole nine you know that's what that's what makes them play ball but it's sad that they're only going to play ball because they're losing money you know it's not changing it's not changing their culture it just means that they got to go about things a different way so if a company manager comes out uh, like the guy with his crab shack and he's got all kinds of nasty racist jokes and you remember that? Yeah, because that wasn't that long ago. That was just like a couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, so sorry. I didn't mean it. Ben Scrabshack? Oh, well, let me tell you about that place. I'll let you finish. No, nah, we, well, we can talk about it. Because um, the thing is, he had all kinds of shit to say. And the minute that people were saying, well, we're going to show up and we're going to protest right up front, that's when the the, the, the Ken or the Karen's uh, tears come out. Yeah, it's going to be all through this episode. I'm going to take a shot at Karen every chance I get. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Random <laughs> Karen shots. Yes. Oh, uh, nothing but. Nothing but. Uh, but yeah, like suddenly companies want to change. And then because um, uh, Christine, after you talk about, you know, Vince's Crab Shack, we're going to go into what Rob wanted to talk about, which um, is these companies that they're using the they're using black lives matter as a way to shield themselves from possible criticism i think um and and they're they're and uh and you know what and i and i'm sorry but some of them are definitely pandering i think uniqlo is pandering since we calling folks out i bought a few shirts from uniqlo and it was funny because they had a post up but I was like, you know, y'all say Black Lives Matter, but y'all ads don't really always play up. Like y'all see some, I'll see some people of color ads, you know, some people of color ads. I'll see some black people in ads, but you know, to me, they still aren't necessarily they still aren't necessarily really all about the inclusion. Now, sure, we go into the stores and you see people, you know, all kind of backgrounds employed. No problem. But at the end of the day, I still feel like, hey, y'all are pandering. A lot of fashion, a lot of fashion companies, especially, I think, are pandering. Well, before we get into that, you, um, Chris, you wanted to you, you wanted to say something about about the Crab Shack. Uh, Fucked up Crab Shack. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear my um, Bailey barking. I'm about to go see what. Okay, stop. Um, sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. <laughs> no, oh, so Vince's Crab Shack. Maybe I should. Maybe this is too personal. But I, it's been like years since I've been there. The only one there because I was dating a person. 
who thought their food was phenomenal and I said this is the most blandest crabs and seafood I've ever tasted. I did not like the service of that place. I felt like it's just the energy when you walk into that particular one in that particular area of Maryland. I'm not going to say where because I'm trying to get us hit no like you know no lawsuits allegedly and the, the whole vibe there is not conducive for people for anyone that has melanin in their skin and that runs the spectrum of melanated skin. Yep, I said it. And I am so glad that they are getting their just desserts because they're not worth it. They're not. That's all I'm say. There's so many. What? Man, oh. it, you know, I tell you, now that we're holding people accountable more because everybody's got basically a camcorder in their hand, in, in the palm of their hand, we get to see just how many racist bastards exist on on this planet and how many corporations restaurants exist with that in it. it it's 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 really amazing and i want to talk about the brands that are pandering and this here's my thing i know they're pandering because my whole thing is your clothes still don't fit me your clothes still don't fit most <laughs> people so you pandering to the wrong one because i'm looking at you like your t-shirts don't fit my goddamn chest I ain't putting my money out here for you. So sad. Thanks for supporting BLM. How about you go support some college funds? How about you go support some rural communities by by putting a factory in a community that so they can make these clothes instead of sending them over to a country where they ain't paying their workers? Yeah, let's not. I ain't about that life. So you can pander all you want, but for real, for real, when I look at it, if I see that you're having clothes made in like places like Thailand, China, Vietnam, and you ain't paying your workers, I yeah. still don't want to buy your shit. Sorry, I'll calm down. Oh, oh no, you're absolutely right. Well, let me ask you. Well, let me ask you both a question to try and tie it into where I was going to go next. What do you believe is the outcome of these companies that are now saying are are now saying Black Lives Matter? And I know that, and I know that they don't mean it. L, just like you said, you know. They're just trying to, you know, they're they're just trying to ride the bandwagon, but at the same time, uh, regardless of their motivations, because I do believe some corporations actually are sincere when they say Black Lives Matter, and I know that companies have to do more than just say it. You know, they should be promoting things. They, you know, money should be moved towards causes. I get that. But having said that, I do, you know, I personally believe that when a company stands in solidarity with a movement, even if it's, even if their intentions are of a greed in nature, is there, is the benefit of them saying, making that statement or putting it on their website? outweigh the negativity of the capitalism behind it. Here's the thing. And I'm sorry Alpha just jumping in, but here's the thing. The reason they do it, they they're doing it. It's not like the altruistic reasons like Ben and Jerry's. I'm only using Ben and Jerry's because they have been like always about equal rights for everything. Everything. And there's other companies too that I can't think of right now. But here's the reason why they do it, because of the black dollar. They want us to continue giving us their money. The idea of us not spending our money scares them so much. And here's why, and this is the only reason I, I believe this, and I know it. When you go into retail stores, because I've seen it firsthand, I used to work uh, part-time work retail for 20 years. Black people, Asian people, Latino people, 
get LGBTQ, they spend their money. I mean, I can tell you, I love all my, I love all my customers, but they were more willing to spend 50, 60, $100 on a basket. Now, here's the thing. If you alienate your, your base of money and you know your money's coming from these bases and you alienate them, think how fast your company will go down. And then here's, and a lot of people don't realize that, like, Fashion Nova is a brand where it's like you use the black image, you have these all these models, they have these big full lips, big tits, big ass, small waist, which is a look that is is designed for African American women, and yeah. they don't want to say Black Lives Matter. But the second we stop buying their little raggedy, cheap ass clothes, because some of their clothes are cheap, except for that one dress I got, which was bomb as fucking that made me look amazing. But we're not talking about that. Um, as soon as we start buying their shit, you see how fast they go out of business. And that's the thing. They're really looking at it because then you would look at the demographics and they break it down. Yeah, it's capitalistic, but they got to get on that train and say Black Lives Matter so they can keep the money flowing. Right, right, because right. no offense to like white people, but white people save money better than us. They really do. Asian Americans save money better than us, but when they shop, they shop hard. They want good customer service, but when they spend their money, they... They already have it set in their head. They're spending right. their money, but yeah, so yeah, that's right. Why. right, 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 right. I got that part though. I got the greed, you know, the greediness motivation behind it. But my question is, is what outweighs what? Because whether or not they're just being greedy and self-sustaining, there is something positive. It's when not, because they're not putting the money where it needs to be. They're not hiring a black, um, they're not hiring a diverse staff to make sure that as are, like, they're not doing, the money's not working. Because here's the right, thing. When oh, you have, like, a company like, like, like let's say, AT&T or whatever, put something on the internet that says Black Lives Matter, that is still sending, that, that is still a ripple effect of saying that our company is standing in sol in solidarity with black people against police brutality and whether or not it's greed the CEO nature, still the, the CEO still puts their money into the RNC so it's just they're just saying what they need to do to keep their capitalistic greed moving while they still support behind closed doors in their personal life places that do not support the causes of so, Black Lives Matter or the causes of like LGBTQ. So you don't see any, so you don't see any positivity from it. I see a little bit of positivity, but really it's just pandering. And when we realize they're pandering to us, they're break crumbing us right now to get us to shut the f up. Because I mean that's something that you can't erase. Once you say Black Lives Matter, we know where you stand. Whether or not you're greedy or not, we know. I mean you can't. You can't take it back, you know? Your company is forever categorized as, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they, you know, you know they're with those people. Yeah, but I think it depends on who you're looking at when that happens. Because, yeah, you're right. If they, if they make that statement, the people that have an issue with that statement, you know, are, are going to forever ever be like oh well no they, they 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 stand they stand with black lives matter movement i'm never shopping with them again but there's a section of people um the black community i would say just call it what it is the black community that is going to look at that and be like mm, i don't buy it because you can't just make a statement like that and not do the work to back it up just like if somebody calls himself an ally 
You don't get to call yourself an ally. And shout out to um, my friend Nora who said this. You don't get to call yourself an ally. That's something you have to earn through action. It has, you you have to earn it through action. And Is staining that making an action? No. Because I can say many things on this podcast. You can say many things on this podcast. Christine can say many things. But if we don't actually do something or get involved then we're just making a a, a statement you know like there's now i mean it's tomato tomato because there's certain levels to it now we are not a we are not a fortune 500 company yet um (laughs) i love it speak it manifest yeah like yeah but if when we start doing our own merch, which we will talk about after the show, because I definitely wanted to touch on that today, and we're supposed to talk about it. But if we start doing merch, you know, for example, and we have something, um, you know, for Gay Pride Month, we we come up with, you know, and which it should be every day, not just a month. Same thing with Black History, it's not just a month. But if we do something to support a community that we say we stand behind. Right. Then for us, it would be like, hey, you know, anybody that buys this merch, we're donating 10% of the proceeds to an organization, you know, that is that's helping, that's doing the work, you know? So it's not to say that when a company says it, that they're not, you know, in solidarity, it could be, but you got to make sure that when you are saying this, that you at some point, are doing or showing the people that you really are behind it now again smoke and mirrors and yes it would take a lot but the first step is really like okay well nonprofits, what can we do or we we need to look at how we hire people what's our hiring practices like can we get more diversity can we get more inclusion you yeah. know like yeah. there are steps that you have to take because my thing going back to Uniqlo, and this is not to, to, to crap on you, Uniqlo or anything, but uh, I wasn't really their biggest fan because I was like, yo, as a big person, I got to constantly go to your, um, I got to constantly go to the website to get these sizes. And my problem with that shit was, bruh, um, I like being, I like being in the, I like being in the store. You know, just as much too. Try having these sizes available. Now, nine times out of ten, they got some reasons. They got some reasons why they don't always carry the. They may not carry large sizes. Maybe they have them and they sell out. Who knows? But my thing is, if they were going to say, "Well, we stand, we we support, we support our, uh, you know, our customers, you know, that like need larger shirts or something like that," do the work. You know, like just don't make a statement. You gotta, yeah. you gotta really put yourself into that, and it, and it depends because it's always by, like I said, by level. So we say Black Lives Matter. Of course, we're going to say it, but when Nike says it, right, mm-hmm. it's going to be more scrutiny because they got millions to blow. They also make money off of black people. We're not even going to talk about the sneaker cult, the sneaker culture, because good gosh. They make money Ooh. off a of rap. They make money off of all, all in a, all, definitely every facet of entertainment possible. 
Yeah, so, but let me just say that when a company says black lives, let's take Nike for example. When Nike says Black Lives Matter, it paints you know, to me it kind of paints them into a corner again of if we do something that is hypocritical to what we just said, like racial you know, they start racial profiling or something, you know, that is seen as racist, to me it's a positive thing because then if they go against what they just said by having some sort of racist encounter not handled right, then they can lose a lot of money. Yeah. So when they say Black Lives Matter and they state that, yes, they need they should be taking action, but it also prevents to me them doing you know i mean them doing something like these restaurants that you were talking about earlier have done and chris was talking about so that to me is a positive thing that you know at least positions things in the right direction so so i i see i see what you're saying and i'm gonna i'm gonna take that and i'm gonna raise you this i think that's just the price of business because I would not be surprised if they get with their financial team and they look at they look at graphs, they look at their demographics, they sit down and work out just how much of an impact making a statement is going to cost them. Now, if I were a company that makes its money off of rappers, makes its money off of basketball players, um, or just the black community in general if the majority of my money is coming in from the black community I'm not going to care what somebody dis- that, that's not a part of that community decides to do because you're not the demographic that actually aff- pays my yacht bill you're not the demographic that keeps that allows me to add another expansion to my house. You're not the demographic that allows me to go ahead and roll up dollars of bills and snort like a massive amounts of cocaine. So <laughs> if your money isn't actually cleaning my ass, I don't care what happens when I make this statement and you get upset. You see what I mean? So like Basically, if- in other words, in other words, Bass Pro Shops and Smith and Wesson won't be saying Black Lives Matter. They, they, they demographic. If their demographic does not um, warrant them saying it, they don't have to. And if they like, the, and that's the that's the thing. Like, to to side note too is that I don't think every company really needs to speak out. Cause I noticed this too, and um, some and uh, um, somebody I follow uh, made this point: is that you know, yeah, it's nice when you have people show solidarity, but it's not necessarily something we should be looking for. We want that because we want to know that that company cares. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I don't think that. A company saying it around this time is going to be more important than them saying it down the line where none of this is going on. That's very true. You know, night, 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 night. Ah, gosh, I want to say, I want to say it was Nike because even though I was using Nike as an example, 
um, they had ads that they put out that people got mad about, and and you know they were just doing it, but they were showing some solidarity. Now again, you know again, you know when you depending on where your money is coming from, you, you know you're going to make statements, you're going to say something. Um, um, but Aunt Jemima should say it, huh? Yeah, Aunt Jemima. You know what? We ain't okay. I just want to say, remember when? Um, bye, bye, sir. Bye, <laughs> bye. Remember, remember when they stood behind Colin Kaepernick and that man went out there and burnt his Nike gear, and they was just like, okay, he was burning old, used, beat up, like he's had that for years. Nike gear, like this again, somewhere like Nike. They, their company was saved by black people. You know, I don't say that lightly either. I mean that honestly, because back in the 80s, Nike was getting their asses handed to them by, I can't believe I'm about to say this, by Reebok and Adidas. And even, you know, in the early 90s, Nike's, Nike was getting their ass handed to them by um, Feli, which I can't believe. In British Knights? Huh? In British Knights? No, I don't know. No, 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 no. I mean, they thought they were, but no. Um, So it was literally minority communities that saved Nikes. It happened again in the early 2000s when Nelly made that song Air Force Ones, and everyone's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no, Nelly's the only – I wish Nelly would have got stock in Nike because he literally saved that company again from the brink of destruction. So, yeah, I mean, for real, for real, when they look at their numbers and they really come up with their their analysts – and then they come up to like their PR people. They're like, we do have to say something because we about to lose all this money. Because honestly, if you really wanted to hit Nike, Nike still has a whole bunch of companies over in over, has a whole bunch of factories in countries that don't pay their employees, that treat their employees like shit. And technically, we probably shouldn't be buying Nike. We don't have any sweatshops. What are you talking about, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Mm. Right, Bottom down. line. DM, I, I, I shall quote DMX in saying, y'all been eating long enough now. Stop being greedy. Damn that, man, I, you know what? And, yeah, shout out to that, man. But you know, these companies have never, never stopped because they got generate. They've been building generational wealth for like eons. And when one steps down, another one steps in. The chicken yeah, is coming home to roost, y'all. Under Armour is just waiting, and Under Armour needs to be careful before they get shut the F down. They need to be real careful, because all the gentrification they're doing in Southwest Baltimore, I'm just saying, they need to be real careful. They don't. Real careful. Real, real careful. Well, I think it's about time we got to the next topic, which... Nobody wants to talk about that topic, bro. the most important topic. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. My opinion. Hey, hey, Christine. Finally, right. You see, you see, you see how you see how you see how he be trying to take over. I what? I, I mean, he's he's gonna do a good job facilitating and moderating and keeping us from going down rabbit holes and tangents. Nah, he just he just wanted to control the narrative so we could talk about this. We could talk about his survey. I've been very, I've been very patient about this whole, about this whole thing because this ain't nothing but you podcast. trying to rectify what happened on the last podcast, dude. Podcast, you were trying to say, see, man, you're trying to force people's opinion on, on, on other people, and you know, you're trying to say it's fine. Well, I wasn't trying to force an opinion. I was calling you out for your, your, your mountain man ways that you always try to pull on this podcast. 
Well, this time, people were with me on that mountain, sir. Because I don't even know what mountain it is. I don't even care because, <laughs> because right. of, for reasons. Oh, yeah, that reminded me too. Let me, let me, I, I got, I got some, but go ahead, Rob, and let you have your fun. So most people, so we did a survey. So last, so just to go back last podcast, I was telling everybody the best way to make grits. Okay. And there was skepticism and hate on me because I said that you gotta have that, you know, that savoriness to it. None yeah. of that sugar crap, okay? Yeah. I'm a savory grits person. I agree with you. Thank you. So, just to reinforce my point, I did I did another uh, survey poll so that the people can stand in solidarity, grits lives matter, with me. And, <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let me uh, let me go to the search. Oh, stop it. Let me go. No, to the no. Search. You should see it. You should see it. Uh, where, 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 where is it? Where is it? No, I got my poll numbers right here. Uh, let's see. So, according according to a mass data poll of seventeen people Woo! from Facebook social media, so you know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Approximately. 56.3% of people said they prefer their grits savory or salty, mixing in like, you know, bacon, shrimp, or sausage, cheese, that sort of thing. Okay? Now, truth be told, there was, uh, so that was nine people. Four people said, fuck this poll, Big Rob sucks for making me choose between my children. Lorenzo and Chris win by default. And three people said sugary sweet. That's right. What you want to do. I lead people to the promised land. Okay. I will never follow. I will never follow you. There's enough. There's enough receipts in this podcast to know that's dangerous. I said, I said, you gotta have, you gotta have sausage in the grits. And I was right. Okay, that was the only point I. So I, nine, so I, nine, I, nine people. I just want to stress the fact that I was right here. Nine, okay, no, you wasn't right. Just nine people agree with your style of eating. That doesn't that doesn't make you right. It's just that the nine people, people agree with you. The okay, people of America have spoken. Okay, no, how many how many people how many people in America, bro? How many people in America? Google it. How many people live in this country? I know a lot of people in how this many, country. How many people live in this country? Last time I checked, it's 300, 330 million people. Exactly. Chris, Not including the people right. they still have in the borders. Let them go. That's concentration camps, assholes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about. So when I say that sausage grits are good, you need to listen to me. And when I say Subway sucks, you need to listen to me. No. Okay. No. No. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because... Far be it for me to ever go with an opinion just because a person says it. When it comes to when it comes when it comes to when it comes to food. So Rob, if there are nine people that want to eat grits the same way that you do, that is all fine and good in the world. And for everyone else, we we do what we want to do. 
So en- enjoy your win. You're still wrong, and and oatmeal's a cereal. So there you go. So you got people that agree with you on your style on how to eat grits. Crazy people that believe oatmeal is still a cereal. I'm willing to. Did you see that sign? Did you see the sign? Because apparently, huh? I can't. I mean, I mean, some people are going to be lost, just like the people that don't wear masks when they're inside a restaurant. Different thing, because I don't care. I don't care. No, no, no. no. Because the people wearing a mask are uh, not wearing a mask are way more of a threat than somebody eating grits and deciding that they want to put sugar in it or deciding they want sausage. Is the threat here? Okay, we're trying to prevent. Stupid people making stupid decisions, and I oh gosh, there you go. See that? That's why I was talking about the last time. It's I eat my food this way, so you got to eat your food this way. You and your dictatorship, dude. I will never follow it, and I will always fight you on this podcast, (laughs) guaranteed. Any day of the week, I will always challenge you. Not all the time. Sometimes I agree with you. I'll admit it. Sometimes I agree with you. I agree with you on the more serious issues. I think I uh, for this, for this though, nah. I love people out there. That's why. That's why I tell them these things so that they can make the right decision. Now, if you want to go and say, "Oh, oh, screw Rob and whatever he's talking about," and go the other way, you're fine, and I'll let you make that mistake and learn the hard way. Some people need to learn the hard way. Right. I'm going to eat grits however I want and I'm going to enjoy them however I want. Now when you start buying the grits and you start cooking it I'll just have to go ahead and you know spike it with whatever. I'll I'll just spike it with whatever. Some grits. No, no, no. no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. good. You know, it is a it's going to start a a fight. You cooking them at your your place or mine? See, that's a difference. Are uh, we having a grit off? Because, like I said, I got a recipe for grits. Nah, nah. You know, I'm cooking. You know, my cooking. This con- I, I'm not. I, I like grits, but I don't. Mm, nah. Here's yeah. the thing. I've had several people who who I've asked who I when I when they went to the poll, they're like, we can't stand grits. We don't want to vote, and they vote. And some of them did vote for not option number four, and some was like, I'm not voting in this. So there's, I mean, I think grits is very divisive. I think that you eat with what feels good to your spirit. If you want to eat grits, have at it. If you don't want grits, don't eat it. If you see me eating grits and you turn up your face, mind your goddamn business. I want to get smacked down on some grits. If you see, if you, you know, it's, it's just uh, yeah. I realize, I realize. Don't. It's like the consistency. Imagine like people who don't like yogurt or ice cream. It's the consistency. Yeah. So I don't like oysters because it reminds me of a uh, bodily fluid, and I'm just like that ain't for me. That I don't. I don't. I I like grits, but I was more of a cream of wheat person. So you know. And that, I'm, me and cream of wheat are friends, but guess what? I'll eat your cream of wheat. I want you to enjoy it. I want it to warm your soul, and I want it to nourish you. Oh, listen, I I like eating things that people don't enjoy because that means it's more for me. Like I like coleslaw. My wife hates it, and she teases me about it. And I tease her about meatloaf, and I also tease her about soggy cereal. But at the end of the day, we're gonna eat soggy stuff. cereal, man. I'm. St- hey, again, that's what she likes. That's yeah. love right there. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna leave hey, that. Hey, I'm gonna leave that alone. That's just you, love. you ain't got you ain't got no choice. Cause as much as you talk about the stuff you can't stand, yeah, it would just be a it would just be a a, a full on fire. It it would it would be no point. It would be no point. I'd learn more about your food stuff. I'm actually trying to think of a shirt idea that just goes for your hate of Subway. Cause 
as much as I don't mind Subway, but fuck them too. <laughs> so, which, which, by the way, actually, since we're talking about it, um, you, you know what? You know why Subway is never going away? And this is not a dig at you, Rob. This is just an observation. You know why they are never going away? Because they get so much product placement in Korean dramas. They like, do. Like, it's sickening. It's like, yo, I, I was watching this. Um, I was watching this one, and it's one of my favorite actors. He was, he's the star in the, uh, the K drama called Two Weeks. But he did this other one, um, back in 2018, I think, or maybe 2019, and it was called um it was called lawless lawyer and at least three or four times telemarketers suck at least three or four times um he was at subway like they kept eating at subway like every freaking time they kept eating at subway we need to destroy the subway empire. This is exactly the reason why. It's, po- but it's, it's very popular. It's very popular. Um, you heard their new. Oh, oh, they're trying to bring back the five dollar foot long. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Five dollar, five dollar foot long with the purchase of two. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, but all that but, it's not really the five dollar foot long. You gotta buy two first, and then you get it. You cheap bastards! Stop trying to make people spend more money. Just bring the five dollar foot long back where it belongs, and I might look at you because no, then it's you, no, worth it. no, you but I'm not because paying extra fifty five cents just because you added corned beef to it. Yeah, that and see that right there is the thing. That's why I said you wouldn't go back to it because. They have been trying to find ways to nickel and dime customers for a good minute. And they, they have competition. See, when Subway first emerged, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of competition other than your mom and pop shops. So now you have Jersey Mike's. Um, you have Quiznos. You have Quiznos. Um, you have Pop Bellies. Uh, and what's that one? What's that one downtown that they absolutely suck? That man just a piece of trash. Um, Jim Johns. Firehouse. Jimmy Johns. Oh, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Johns is on the is on the do not eat eat list. Yeah, either. and yeah, and they they can sincerely fuck off. Um, really? So all these competitions, and then if you want, if you really want to get into it, you did now. You did have supermarkets. Supermarkets would have been a competition, of course. That was their main competition. But they were always trying to sell people, hey, you want a sandwich on the go? So for a while, Subway had a nice little run. But as the competition started to get thicker, you know, they started making making changes. Now, the sad part about it is they never they never went and say, well, we're going to make it so our sandwiches look hearty like they don't they don't sell you on a on a sandwich with like you know tons of meat but if you go to Wegmans you spend the same amount of money you get more bang for your buck you know so this yeah so this is where this is where you know they they fail at um but even though they 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 suck um because they offer something you know in other countries because they're offering something different you know it's working for them 
and they are paying for these the, the product placements is nuts i mean i'm telling you like there's a, quite a few k-drums and um it is really it's really interesting to me because i'm thinking man they really love some goddamn subway i'm gonna steal all their masks okay just that just sir no <laughs> i'm gonna do no no just no no, you're not. Because one, first of all, how? Second of all, no. Don't worry about how. I I know. No, you no, you're not. You're not. I'm 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 telling you, dude. I'm not trying to launch our own merch just so we could spend the first the first I don't know however many months it takes just to accumulate a little bit of money to go towards your bail fund. Stay no. Oh, oh by the way, just keep pro- a, just keep protesting them like you do. On on a completely random topic, uh, to further steer people in the right direction, let me just state for the record: jelly donuts are nasty. Oh my gosh, he actually said something I agree with. Uh, I can't even argue. And then hold on, are we just talking about traditional jelly donuts? Are we talking about the whole range of jelly donuts, like you know the lemon creams and the apple and the blueberry and all that good stuff? I am talking about. I haven't expanded it. I haven't expanded it quite yet because I haven't gone down the full spectrum. But uh, the traditional jelly donut is the nastiest donut there is. When you bite into it, and then you get that squirt of grape or strawberry jelly into your mouth, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. What? What happened to me? I'm a. I'm admittedly not a. I'm admittedly not a fan of them. Um. I I've never been a fan of, of jelly donuts. In fact, um, that's what really had me eating more of like your plain chocolate. Not not the pl- well the glaze. It's like like glazed or like powdered or like the yeah, chocolate glazed, or sprinkled. Yeah, but, donuts are the best. Are the best donuts. Period. Yeah. Like and the thing about the, the thing about donuts is that you got to be careful because people can sneak those on you. Like when you you know you go to work and somebody's like about donuts and you look at them and they look so delicious and then you get that one that's filled and it's like motherfucker, you tricked me. I I don't like jelly, but I like the other fillings. Like they used to make this lemon cream filled donut that was amazing and it never squirted out. Yeah, well, hear hear me out. It never squirted out because when you get to the cream bases, they stick on the dough. Jelly likes to ooze out. And then, funny, you used to talk about donuts. I just ordered my donuts for this weekend from Full Circle Donuts. I got a Nutty Buddy, a Dunkaroo, a Caramel Corn, a Chicken and Champagne, and a Peanut Butter Cheesecake Donut. Ooh, that that all sounds... Wait, Peanut Butter Cheesecake? Oh, 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 never, never mind. I heard Peanut Butter and thought Peaches for some reason. Never mind. She did have peaches a few weeks ago, and she has regular donuts too. But she does like all these cr- creative ones, and I I want to have a picture of the chicken and champagne on the plate, playing Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay as I eat it. <laughs> she had a meatloaf donut a few weeks ago. I know a popcorn donut. <laughs> I can't eat that one. Well, Elle won't eat that one. Which one? He might. Which oh, one? oh my God! Y'all should try it when she has the soft shell crab what, donut. What, not a, which donut? Oh my gosh. Which donut? Yeah, meatloaf donut. Oh hell no! I'd burn it. No, I'd set no, it on fire. I didn't mean to say meatloaf. I didn't mean to say meatloaf. It was a pot roast donut. Oh, oh, and it oh. had mashed potatoes. <gasps> oh, okay, okay, now, yeah, okay. now, now yeah. we're talking. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they got grilled cheese donuts now. Hmm. Like donuts, like like somebody made like sandwich, like I saw it on Shark Tank. They like took two donuts and then put like. 
meat and cheese or they got like breakfast ones where they put like egg and cheese in it and then you eat eat that to guarantee that you die as soon as you finish yo oh i need gosh. y'all to go check out full circle donuts because she is for now here's the thing this is how you be an ally and you be for the cause and you be down for everything this she is a small business owner in hamden she makes all these amazing crazy Donuts like she had an English tea donut where it was like um, a honey glaze with a lavender um, No Earl Grey cream filling. Oh my god. That was so good And she's been ta- posting about defund the police. She's been posting about you know support black lives matter support LGBTQ she when the hairdressers around her they were like, you know They were about to they were losing money because they couldn't have clients. She had a um, which call it a fundraiser to help support the hairdressers. Like she's about supporting her community, supporting all everyone around it. Someone threw a a, a brick through her glass window, which I'm like, oh my god! Oh my. And then like because she's in this one particular community where they like really just have one off on her, which I'm like, I feel so bad for her, and I am I am worried for her safety. Like we, I was like, I'm supporting you. I've been supporting her since. And let me tell you, oh, I just want to read what's in this chicken and champagne donut because it sounds amazing. And then a wait, few weeks wait, ago, wait, did you just say chicken and champagne? Chicken and champagne. She had a hot Nashville soft soft shell soft shell crab donut a few weeks ago. She had scallop donuts a few weeks ago. Let me tell you, oh she. We need to protect her and save her. But I say this because she's an ally. She She's about what she preaches. And it's not just like she's saying, oh, Black Lives Matter, and she sells her donuts. No, she's like, I'm funding this. She's been on that whole, like, why haven't we arrested Breonna Taylor's murder? Why haven't we arrested Breonna Taylor's murder? Right. I just, just, I just want to know. So let me get the list pulled up. And she's a small business, and I love her. Shout out to you. Get your fix. I don't know. You know, I've heard, uh, and I've heard, I've heard stories about the, you know, the Hamden area, um, particularly. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, Ham- Hamden, Hamden got it. Hamden definitely got its shit over there. And it's sad because I, I fuck with the Charmery because they got a location over there. That was the first one they ever opened. But yeah. You gotta, you gotta be careful in that area. Oh well, you do know I went to school in that area and I live near that area and I have to be careful what I say because I like my house. So <laughs> I know you're like Christine what like yeah no. Um I yeah. I listen, listen, listen. The first the first time you got issues you already know we're gonna ride. So it's it's, it's not even not even a problem. Thing, but, means necessary. Yeah, I, it just it just really it just really, really sucks that you hear a statement that just says hey stop killing us and people get mad and then when you're like yo nobody is saying black lives matter black lives are better we're saying our lives <gasps> matter oh terry cruz i want to yeah i was about to just as i said that yeah let's uh let's okay. talk let's talk about mr cruz okay because whoo and somebody put somebody said this somebody said this and um it's a whole lot of tea and i I just want to share it um so break down that story all right so terry cruz can never seem to keep his mouth shut it started with gabrielle union when gabrielle was speaking out about uh her treatment you know hollywood things she was dealing with Terry Crews has to come along and 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 rush to and rush to um, 
gosh, I don't want to put this. He has to go ahead and rush to uh, his uh, his. There we go. He has to come and rush to Master's defense. And he tried to later apologize for that, but he apologized, but then turned around and said something along the lines of, well, we got to be careful because we don't want black supremacy. Which can what? never be a thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, but then, see, Terry, Terry Crews double... <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish because I know you're ready to go off. He, he, double, he doubles down. He then doubles down. So <laughs> let me pull it up because I want to make like like fear of a black planet. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on before 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 you sound off. Hold on, because I gotta make sure I get this. I gotta make sure I get this right. Oh man. Um Lord have mercy. So he said, if you are a child of God, you are my brother and sister. I have a family of every race, creed, and ideology. That 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 he could have so probably he could have he could have probably left it alone. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He could have left it alone. But then he says, we must ensure Black Lives Matter. Okay. Should have stopped there. Nope. Doesn't morph into Black Lives Better. And he put a hashtag. Nobody's thinking that but you. And that was what some of the tweets were. They was like, nobody, absolutely nobody than Terry Crews. Yo, we must ensure that Black Lives Matter don't turn into Black Lives Better. And it's like you ignorant fuck. How many people got <laughs> to get a knee on their neck and get clubbed over the head before you understand what's going on? No, you understand what's going on. Black people are dying. Do you do you look at the news? We started look. We won't even take it back to Emmett Till. We can just take it back to the 90s with Rodney King. You saw a whole bunch of people whip Rodney King's ass. That was like the start of people saying hey you know what we should protect black lives and so then people started saying black lives matter what don't you understand you know so 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 trying to take over so rob 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 you want to stop dying that's all rob rob i'm with you brother on your frustration but i want to point out something when you take a person like Terry Crews, who is trying to make sure he still gets work in Hollywood, you're going to be you're going to be doing some shit. You're going to see him doing some shit because this right here is just him trying to say, "Oh, well, I'm about this cause, but." I still want the same people who would otherwise disagree with me to still give me work. So I I I I just just wanna I just wanna keep a job in Hollywood. Ben, if you're listening, I'm not buying that. Oh, oh yeah. come on, that's bullshit. Because Hollywood is integrated pretty well now that you can defend against that. Like oh, you know what I mean. 
like you know Oprah set it off too you know mm. your tag you know nah man there's convers there's conversations going on where you know we we could take it to you know with Gabrielle's Gabrielle Union situation you know um when Monique even though how she went about it when she was you know making a fuss over how much she was getting paid um not probably the best examples but there's still a fight that black people have to endure when it comes to hollywood and it comes to different uh different spaces creatively discrediting that yeah 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 but i'm not but see the thing is what terry cruz is doing is something that people whether whether they're doing the terry cruz where they're saying something or they're just keeping quiet it's either one of those that's what that's what some actors will do you know what just shut up next time how, how about we do he's, that terry he, he's he's not going to he's not going so, to he's not this is this is what i want to say about terry cruz which is going to backfire on him because i can see it and rob is kind of right but here's the thing hollywood's not really changing that much but it's how how can I word this? He's came trying to stay good with the networks, but what's happening is producers are changing. You have people like not Adam Sandler. Oh my God, why do I want to say Adam Sandler? I'll say Adam Sandler, but it's the other guy who did Dick in the Box with Justin Timberlake. What is his name? I can't think of his name. He does Brooklyn Nine Nine. What is his name? Someone. I really can't. Uh, I know who you're talking about. The, um, uh, he he was in um he was in um. Damn, what's the show? What's that? What's that movie? He's in Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I can't think of it. And he was on um, SNL for a while. I know who you talk. I know who you're talking about. Watching all those shows, so I, I know. I know who you're talking about because he did. Um, that damn. Oh, and Andy Samberg. There Sandberg. we go. Here's the deal: when you you start having new up and comers like him and Issa Rae, and you have so many new up and coming writers and producers, where they're like, we need diversity. In our writing room, we need diversity on our um, cast. They even did a whole Black Lives Matter episode for Terry Crews where he was being assaulted, and he's a police officer. But here's the issue. Now, he's trying to get in good with the networks. The networks are always going to be like, we got a job for you, but here's what the networks are saying. You cooning and buffooning, you got to deal with these producers and writers, and these producers and writers are keeping a check mark of like, oh, he said, nah, we ain't using him. Oh, he, yeah. oh we're not using him. Oh, we're not using him. But that brings me to like the voice actor thing. Which I'm like very conflicted about. Oh yeah, I was wondering if we were going to get to that. Yeah, I actually talked about that in length on a, um, another another show. We were talking about how um, the dude that played um, what's his name in uh, Family Guy, Cleveland, uh, how yeah. he yeah. stopped, how he was he was stepping down. Um, the Cleveland show's been canceled, and I I've known he was white since since Family Guy. They like did a whole episode about how Cleveland was voiced by a white guy, and there was another character I want to say the hillbilly character was voiced by a black guy. And it was like, yeah, this is kind of funny because they both auditioned for the opposite role and they got swapped. And it was like, okay, whatever. So the question is, I guess, do, should we feel some if if I'm understanding this right, should we feel some type of way about what it would be a quote unquote miscast where a black character is voiced by a white person? Oh, 
And guess what? Kevin Michael Richardson now voices Cleveland Brown. Hold on. Is this true? Yeah, he now voices Cleveland Brown, and he's a black guy. So what the hell are they talking about? Well, I think that was in more so... I think what he was trying to bring attention to was more so black people getting offered roles that in in a roundabout way offered roles um that isn't just for black you know black characters because oh, you're talking about yeah. black folk getting stereotypical yeah i'm like yeah I, but i think more his it was more like y'all i'm playing a black character and i'm not black i think that was his issue but i think the bigger conversation that his stance opened up was diversity in voice acting but it not just being oh well hey we got a black character we need a black guy to play him you know what i mean and yeah there have been some changes in hollywood you can go and speak out on certain things but you know like christine brings up a point these networks they keep tabs you know because when you get into those offices they 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 want you to play ball so to me the whole the whole the whole system needs to be revamped look at the emmys all that you know it should needs to be revamped dude the grammys emmys all that bullshit um, but it, is it the same thing when you know when because the main complaint that we've had as black folk is you know like it, you know like back in the 80s we was always playing like drug dealers, thugs, pimps, hustlers, and that sort of thing. Is it the same? Uh, is is this the same context that we were having with that ordeal? The same thing when we're talking about voicing characters? Yes and no. Well, see, okay, so I don't think you can equate the two because in the 80s it's because they were only writing those characters for us. They wasn't showing they were showing us in a monolith instead of showing us as a dynamic rainbow I I guess I shouldn't say rainbow, but a dynamic group of people. Oh, don't bring him up again. I'm so sorry. But a dynamic group of people. But the issue is there's, in voice acting, which is gets conflicted because not conflicted but is where i get my confusion is you audition for a role and you don't always it doesn't say in the role all the time that this is a vietnamese actor actress just like what happened um with allison brie on um bo jackman horseman it doesn't it just you audition for the role for your voice because your voice is so different and care and you know um yeah your voice is different that's all i'm gonna say and accent don't accent different you can enunciate differently you can make the voice sound like this i can't do it because it just hurts but what's going on is like how can i word this without sounding stupid is a lot of people are getting roles and they're like well could could this have been filled by a black woman or a black man or an asian woman or an asian man and the answer is probably yes but then it's the same thing i had this conversation with someone else before i said when we went to college not even college high school i'll take it back to high school they never told us all the opportunities we had for us and they pretty much was like okay yeah you can go to college or okay yeah you can go to trade school no one ever said hey you can be a voice actor no one said hey yeah. you can be a project manager and even in college 
like even with me at one point in college they're like oh you want to do what and i'm like yeah i want to be a researcher and they're like i don't even know how to counsel you on this you sure you don't want to be a nurse and i'm like nah i told you i want to be a researcher so we have like four different things going on with this but then you have voice actors like phil lamar who literally he voiced almost every not every voice but he voiced a lot of voices on futurama and some of them were white and he's voiced the voice of samurai jack and people like if we say well now we have to give samurai jack to an asian a voice actor which i'm fine with now you're taking money out of his pocket what roles are being written for him to voice act and it's a very weird slippery slope and i'm like but then what happens when you start talking about anime voice actors and once it's dubbed and i know someone out there like well y'all should be watching subbed anyway now let me tell you right now not everyone can watch sub not everyone has the time for sub sometimes you need to dub it sometimes i want to download it and listen to it while i'm on my run and i don't have time to listen to some japanese like japanese um acting and i'm like i don't know what they're saying because i don't know japanese I got to get the bomb doing it, but we're not talking about that. And so does that mean that white actors can no longer voice act dub animates? It's a very weird slope. That's I, about to happen. You know, I think, I think instead of us having to be on this weird slope, I think what people just need to do, need, I think what the industry needs to do is create more of a, just, just create more of a diversity, open up those roles a lot more. Because I would not even see because I'm not going to trip about a person not that's not black doing a voice as long as they can do the job right. But exactly, exactly. the if a black person or Asian person comes up and auditions for a role, you know, to play a character that that they're not in that community of if. That opportunity is going to be available to white folk. It need to be available for black, Asians, Hispanic, Latino, everything. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the that's the issue. And it's like instead of just say, well, we're just going to co do just we're going to just go down this one line that we've been doing for years. It's like no, you need to go and just open up multiple branches and opportunity. It's that simple. But yeah, yeah, but for whatever reason. You know, here in 2020, we still have to have these conversations. Now, what I said on a, I said on another show, I will say on this one. Really, as much of technology and things that we have at our disposal now, where people can record a music video with their 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 phone, um, or iPad, or you know, just whatever tools they have we're at a space now where we really need to re-examine things and say hey if we can just team up and get a bunch of creators to do this we can do our own thing because there's a studio in japan that is owned by a black man i have this gentleman on linkedin um and my thing about it is that right there shows you that uh, art because the art form always has its originators but an art form can be taught mm-hmm. so i feel as though it's like you know what if there are people who are creative and talented enough and able to pull it off they should be in these spaces and when that door is not going to open we create ourselves that's what happens with the the job market the, the podcasting we got a whole podcast right now when me and rob was looking for a place to host it and we were just not having any luck 
I was like, well, you know what? I once um, you know, once I I get settled in everything, we can move it to doing over uh, at you know where I'm at. We can move it over our place. We got a mobile setup, so we don't we like when we were trying to find the spot. You know, in places wanting to give us the run around and all that, or we just wanted to have a studio that we always go to and we was having trouble. It was like, well, you know what? It's not like we don't have the ability to do it ourselves. Same Once thing. Done right. Yeah. And so that's my thing. You got a lot of talented writers. You have people who can do awesome illustrations. You have people who have learned how to record and edit video. You find somebody with a creative mindset. Hell, we just had we got Rob. We got Ben. There are people like when you start pulling your talents together, you can rival the system. And if anybody says, Well, how are you going to get on the screen? YouTube exists. Okay. And if you can't get on YouTube, Daily Motion exists. You can't do that. You cut it up into parts and you put it on LinkedIn. I mean, dude, not LinkedIn. Oh gosh. Oh, Instagram. People are making TikTok yep. videos right now. And they got a whole entire comedy series that they do on TikTok, Facebook. People upload their videos and do silly videos and got a platform off of that. So there's always ways to do it. It's just like you got to just think to yourself, no matter what limited resources, if you got something, you pull in together and you all have a sit down and say, how are we going to get this money together? And that's another thing that I want to bring up is that as creatives, if you don't have the money, you need to learn how to negotiate because I can't tell you how many times my wife has found a post where somebody's like, I got the story and I want to get it illustrated. Now, I got 10 characters, right? And I need them all drawn and I need them to, to, to be drawn in the manga style. Okay. Now, you're going to get credit. All right. What? You're going to get credit. You're going to get credit. I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to say such and such draw these by my manga and 100% of the money is going to me. The fuck is kind of bullshit is that? But that's what people that's what people will do. They will sit there and say or they or they'll say I will pay you $50 per character, but I'm going to own all the characters and and the whole nine and that's it. What type of backwards ass pro bono that's what people do and instead of just coming out and saying i don't have any money they want to try and finesse and get over people who work hours to learn how to draw like i'm always impressed with what my wife comes up with but she took the time to learn that so if somebody ever came up to her talking about drawing and there's not any money she'd be having to use she'd be having to grab the black box and stop me from getting out the door to go find and beat them up and drag them back and say here's my credit card charge or, it. You, or even if you don't have money at least offer them or at least offer them an opportunity for exposure say i can't so it's going to be free but i can get you in these channels uh, I can get you. no no, no. So, what, so 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 yeah 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 because the problem with that is when people say that it's disingenuous number one number two exposure does not pay the light bill exactly because that's like that's like me helping the artist and the artist says well i can't pay you any money but i can tell you i told my homeboy about you 
All right, and so then his homeboy come along, but then his homeboy's like, yo, I ain't got no money, but I can tell my other homeboy about you. Okay, so there's going to be a bunch of people that know about me, but not a single one of y'all went ahead and put money on my credit card bill. Not a single one of y'all went ahead and put food in the refrigerator. Not a single one of y'all went ahead and got me the new game I want on my PlayStation. Now, basically, y'all not paying me money. And that's the issue with that's the issue with a, a exposure because exposure is not going to pay your bills because... It can in the future. No, it won't. No, no, it will not. It will not. It will not. Can I? Can I just say? Go for it. It will not. Let me explain. Because what's going to happen is, see, there's levels to exposure. But see, the thing is, you need to be. It needs to be reciprocity. It needs to be something like, okay, what if I give you twenty percent of my sales? You right. You have to get it in a contract. It can't be verbal. It has to be a written contract so you can take it to court. But see, a lot of people, and especially with black people, we do this with small businesses. We do it with creators. We do it with um, each other. Because I used to bake. I used to. I love baking. I stopped baking because nobody would pay me for my baking. They just want me to do it for free. And I'm like, I can't do it for free because what I would bake, like for me to buy all my ingredients, cost me close to three hundred dollars. Now with that, I'm not asking to pay $300 for what I'm baking, but I am saying like, you know, hit me off $20 for a dozen cupcakes, bam. And you know, they're going to be good, but people didn't want to do that. And then that's the issue is like, they still want to come to you for all this stuff. Did I hang up on y'all? No, we're here. Just listen. Yeah. And so I get where it comes from because we don't want to support our businesses and supporting our businesses in general costs money. And don't get me wrong. Like, there are times when I'm looking at a business like, gosh darn, but at the end of the day, I know what that's doing for the community. So with creators, there's so many, like when we talked about that webcomic, the only reason I haven't went forward with it yet is because I was like, well, let's see. I've been like doing like back, like back, at, not back alley, that sounds horrible. <laughs> but I've been doing the back part of it saying, well, how much do you illustrators want, you know, for this? Or do they accept percentages? Can I say, hey, um, I can give you this sliding fee if you can at least create the characters for me. And as it gets popularity, I can give you a percentage of the sales because you have to think you have they have to pay for their insurance, their rent, their more not, not mortgage, but um their health insurance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I guess, yeah, I'm definitely down for paying point blank if you can, you know, right. bottom line. And I guess I was thinking more on a grander, more on a grander scale, whereas we're really talking about, like you were saying, L, the people that are trying to get it started from the ground up and they have no support around them to be able to get that to fly because i was thinking of the example of when you actually have uh you know a connection to something that can expose what you're doing to mass people you know i get what you're saying rob but see here's the thing and this is where the disservice comes in they let's say okay we're going to use alpha no we use Jade, for example, please forgive me, Jade. She has, like, you know, they're like, oh, I need an illustrator. I need someone to do XYZ. She's like, cool. And then we do the exposure route. Like, I can get you exposure. Well, bam, she just lost. She's going to lose out on time on other things she can work on, especially stuff of her own by putting time into your stuff. Now, the proper thing to say is, what is your rate? I might not be able to pay you in full now. Can I give you 10% of the future profits if you sign this contract? And from now on, whenever someone else asks who did my work, I give them your rate so they can pay you. Oh, that yeah. Is how, yeah I, oh, yeah. I completely agree with that. I right. mean, but yes. black, yeah. I don't yeah. want to say black people, but we don't do that. And that does us a disservice. Like I want, like I've asked people, how do count? Can you help me edit my podcast? How much would you charge? 
And people have said, what? You want to pay? I said, yeah. How much do you charge so I can figure out if I can put it into my budget? Some people have been like, you know, some people's like, nah, uh, like they hem and haw. Some people have given me a rate and I'm like, I can't afford this rate. But I don't say that to their face because that's their time, their talent and their skills. I say, well, thank you so much. If I find anyone that needs this, I'll pass this information along. There's um, this weird thing where we don't want to pay each other to get the to use the skills that we have yeah. so we can build our community up. And stop that's where we need to stop that. Yeah. Stop being cheap. Bottom line. Yeah. No, that's what it comes right. down to. Yeah. Because I would I would always I would always hate when you see somebody with a, a small business and a person that comes up to them wants to haggle instead of just saying, hey, how much do you charge? Just like. If we went to like freaking sweet jars, like getting them for the wedding, I we wasn't gonna sit there and say, "So can we get a discount?" Because we go to your time, you know. No, it was, "Hey, how much is it gonna cost for it? X amount of X amount of jars?" Because this lady's running a business, you know, her family's running a business, you know. But you have people that will roll up to them and expect to be the discount because, oh, well, you're black and I'm black. It's like, nah, nah, I got I got bills, and then people get mad when. You you put up a charge, but my thing is about it is when somebody's offering a service, they're not obligated to give you any kind of goddamn discount because they put their time into it, they put their their effort into creating something, and they should be paid what they feel is fair, even if you don't agree with the price. I had a I had to tell an artist, um, a friend of mine, he reached he reached out to me. He wanted to get this one artist on the track. Um he reached out to me. He was like, y'all, I'm trying to contact such and such. You think you can reach it, you know, reach out to them, see if they'd be interested. I was like, all right, cool. So a person hits me back and he was like, yeah, you know what, for versus how much I was going to charge. It was like, I think around like five. It was, it was, it was a couple G's. It was a couple G's. So I, I hit my homie back and I said, yo, this is how much you're going to charge. He's like, really? He's like, that's a, that's a lot. I've gotten verses from such and such and I didn't have to pay that much or anything. And then, you know, he was like, and, he was even thinking it's like well he's not like you know like on this type of level and i was like it doesn't matter what level he is on if he wants to charge that much for a verse it doesn't matter how much you think he should charge it's all about what he wants to charge you either can accept it and pay it or you can walk away Right. And that's what it is. That's like if we were to do a live podcast and some restaurant hits us up or somebody says, yo, y'all love a podcast. We love your podcast. We want you to do a TED Talk. Oh, shit. Okay. Like do a live podcast, you know, at a TED event. I, I, I ain't going to lie. That, that check may be coming in. But if they said that and they said, listen, we and instead of paying y'all, you know, we, we just going to go ahead and make sure we put you on the website. Now, there was no negotiation. They didn't even say, we'll pay for your flight. We'll pay for your lodging, your food. They didn't say any of that. They just want us to donate our, t- our time and energy and use our resources to fly to whatever location and to, to, bring, to, to bring our energy uh, to them. That's not fair. But that's, you know, that's how people get. They will quickly try to negotiate something that's way more in their favor and it's not actually beneficial to both parties and it should always be 50 50 you know Um, what i was really thinking about as far as this discussion goes i was thinking more along the track and 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 i'm in total agreement with what both of you are saying 
But I was thinking of more of an opportunity like you both have seen Shark Tank, right? Yeah. If Shark Tank, if, if we had an opportunity to go on Shark Tank and they didn't pay for anything, we would still go on Shark Tank to promote our podcast. Right. Right. right? right. And let's say, and let's say we didn't get a deal whatsoever. The fact that we were able to expose ourselves on national television is value because a lot of people that are able to do that still get still get business oh, yeah. uh, um, sent over to them you know anyway simply because there were there were there were enough people that know they exist and knowing yeah. they exist and if you and if your product is good enough then that will still generate generate business yeah, but that's a different thing yeah. because what we're, that is a larger body of like you know you have a network you have a full marketing team behind this yeah. behind this one thing to get you that exposure so yes you go from having exposure for maybe like 10 people to millions small creators like no offense right unless you're somebody that's on like funimation you have small creators to small creators. Oh, they may have 10,000 on their platform, so that's a 10,000 exposure. But at the same time, that 10,000 exposure may cost me $5,000. So it's like you got it's that cost and that cost analysis. Oh, I hate that thing. Yeah, cost cost the benefit analysis. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, and I agree, I, Rob, I agree with um, what you're saying. I think it really. It really comes down to when we hear the word exposure, it really has to be broken down in the situation because every situation is different. You're absolutely right. If you have an opportunity to promote your business, uh, you know, you might go ahead and, you know, put up the money and, and things because there's a bigger opportunity to be had. The problem is that when people say, exposure they don't have the means to actually offer that where it's a it's an actual gain you know so like one of the one of the things i, I was saying to um, somebody yesterday was monetary gain isn't always exactly monetary basically that what you get out of a situation like people people look at it like you know cash it's like no sometimes the payment is not necessarily cash. Sometimes that payment could be you getting a bigger fan base. Sometimes that payment could be the exposure, but the exposure is, you know, average actual advertisement and it's actually going to equate to dollars. Like you right. you don't have to guess it. So there are moments where somebody's like, yo, we can give you, you know, we can do this, that, and the third, third, we can pay you an exposure. But the minute you say that, you have to show how it's going to be monetarily beneficial to that to that person, that individual. They have to be able to look at it and say, This is going to pay off. And not only that they look at it, they know 99.9% that it's going to pay off. And the people that offer exposure, quote unquote, can't guarantee that. Even when they, like, you really have to be doing something major. And when you can guarantee something like that, it is because you are major. You, to the point that, here's the fun part, you don't have to offer exposure, you can just offer straight money. 
Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So that's the catch-22. It's like, wait a minute. So you're telling me you can put me on a... Like, if if, if we got hit up by some network, say, we want your podcast, we want to go ahead and actually give you guys a time slot. We want you to record, send your episodes, and we're going to put you in on this time slot. You record, you know, every week. We Instead of every how you guys do it, you record every week once a week when you're doing your show or you record every day we say all right then they say well you know what uh we're putting you on this platform but we're not going to pay you wait what (laughs) so you want us to do double the work and you're not paying us a single dollar but yet you have how many shows that is like syndicated nationally like nationally syndicated uh, across the board, uh, where you got websites set up. Hold on the other line right now. They're offering twenty percent. Now, what you want to do? <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's the thing. It it becomes a it be, it was like they are going to use your energy. They're going to make money. They're going to throw all sorts of advertisements during your show, whatever segment. We're not getting anything off of that, but we're on a bigger platform. It's like you could pay us. You really hey, could pay us, but they don't talk money because touch. Hey. don't make me wait. Fuck around and I'm about you. Smash the plate. Look, it's that that right there is a is a is a dangerous game. But for folks that are listening, yeah, for folks that are listening, that you're thinking about doing something creatively, be honest. Be honest with your budget and what you're able to do also look at what you're not able to do and then you need to go and seek out individuals that y'all can come up with agreement you can actually both make money together and you gotta make that's where that's where it starts at negotiation always starts with what can both of y'all bring to the table and i say this as from experience because I can't tell you how many times I've had people hit me on LinkedIn, want me to use my time and energy to help them out. And uh, they can uh, cash at me or hit my PayPal. And I always I always let them know. I was like, there's a fee for my time. There's a fee for the time and energy. And if you can't pay that so long. All right. So you got to be you got to be really honest with yourself. If you're trying if you got a product you want to get out and you need help you gotta look at your resources you gotta see who you can make money with and who's going to be willing to do it there's always somebody that's in the same boat trust me trust me i want a cash advance that's what i want shoot up front see that's where i used to think that but i thought about it when i found out about residuals and how residuals work i was like i'll take it on the back end i was like you can pay me a basic fee up front if i can get residuals on the back end because i was like I'm not trying to work past 50. I'm really not. I mean, I'm going to have to unless something pops off. Oh, no. I got 10 10 years to get rich. I I, I watch lots of Shark Tank, so I want a 7%. We get a 7% royalty fee that is paid to us. All you know what I mean, off off the brick. So we got the sign on bonus so that we can feed ourselves and then we get paid a royalty. So we just get a check in the mail or a direct deposit, you know, every single week. See that's how see that's how we gotta do it. And in exchange for that, they can own fifteen percent equity. 
I see. Well, you have like that's why I have to start doing the math. But okay, I can see what you're saying. But you know who did it right? There, um, and Shark Tank partnered with Harry and David and a whole bunch of other companies, and we used to get the bacon. Um, the bacon. Those bacon jerky. snacks. Like the bacon jerky, yeah. We used oh gosh, that we killed that bag. Hold on, I'm sorry. Like three jerks. Yo, <laughs> I. Are you talking about the weird. three jerks jerky? No, it's a different jerk. There was a different one that was bacon jerky, and like we were, the way we sold it to the customers was like, you can just put this on a burger. You don't even have to cook it. Just pop it on your burger. Guarantee you, it's the best stuff you've ever had. Yo. The next week, people will come back in and just buy buy it by the boatload. Because yeah, I think I got y'all the savacha bacon jerky. Yes. Y'all, let me tell you, we hit that like we 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 got the we when we got we got back. And we was going through we was going through everything um, right before we started packing, and I wasn't trying to go I wasn't trying to go to sleep because I was like you know we gonna have to wake up and like leave super early to get to the train station, so I'm sitting there when we're watching anime and we you know we open that bag I bite one piece of that jerky and I'm like yo this this bag is not gonna last. I think we took it with us. That thing got killed. I don't even think actually. I don't even think it made it. I don't think it made. Yeah, yeah I, I really don't. We killed that bag. That mess was good. Somebody might get bodied over some over some bacon jerky. I might have to kill somebody. Why do you okay. stop? Why do you always go dark? Oh my gosh! Stop! Stop! Oh no! No, no I mean you know. And no, I don't know. I'm, still, I'm still mad at you for the last. I'm still mad at you for the last episode. Hey, look! Hey, look! Hey, look! Things are getting bad. Okay, so you know. No, 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 no! I'm gonna tell Jazz. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just saying. You know, might have to start eating people. What are you talking? Oh, what? Oh, oh, gosh. Okay, you know what? So I'm already looking at the time. Yeah, I'm already looking at the time anyway. So I'm thinking, like, you know, it's time to wrap this up. <laughs> Well, look, well, look, so, um, I've, I've been trying to think of Can you, what, what I want to leave people with. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, because oh. Christine, well, I'm sorry, because we went off on toy tangent, that was my fault. Christine, you were mentioning how this company with this bacon was on Shark Tank. Yes. Okay. And oh, oh, how yeah. they managed yeah. to get to Harry and David, um, what, what transpired with them, because, they really had a great party. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I don't remember how their deal was worked out, but I do know one of the, I think it was the bald guy. The one, the real shark. The one that every time he offers out his deals, people are like, oh, that sounds so great. But then I think about it, I'm like, nah, he literally owns your business forever and you don't get a royalty check. Um, um. He has a connection and so does the other one. I can't. Well, Rob will be better with suited to say who's who, but the one who Kevin O'Leary usually gives a blood sucking deal where he gets a royalty off of every item purchased. Yes. Are, are, are you talking about him? It was either him or I'm looking it up now. Um, There's Mark the, Cuban, Damon John, Barbara Corcoran, Kevin O'Leary, Lori Grenier, and Robert Herjavec. It might have been Lori Gorill. No, oh, yeah. yeah, she offers people's like lines of credit and all sorts of crazy stuff too. Yeah. Oh no, it was Bar- Oh, it was Barbara Cochran who did who helped them with this one. 
Corcoran. Yeah, Corcoran. Yeah. yeah, she helped them with the pork, um, pork barrel barbecue. So what she did was... Um, oh, I know who, exactly has, who you're talking about now. Go ahead. Yeah, she has connections with 1-800-Flowers. What they did was they pretty much had to get them into a store. They was it's like She made a good point. She's like, you can't... This isn't something you can just sell on Amazon or sell online because she's like, this is something someone can pick up and go and eat. So with Harry and David, what we did was we, um, they licensed it to us. Well, I, I think I, I'm allowed to talk about it now because they are full, all the stores are closed. Um, so they licensed it to Harry and David and they sold it, but they only licensed two of their products. They have six products and they licensed the old fashioned and the um, sriracha. And we sold it, and then we had a contract for, I think, up to four years where we could re-up it if we wanted to. I don't mm -hmm. think they re-upped it because of stuff that was going on with the country behind closed doors I didn't know about. But their sales increased, and then they got people to go to the website to buy the ones that's like the barbecue and the, the hickory pepper one. And mm -hmm. the license deal is pretty decent because you license your product out to a company, you still make it, and they have to pay you a fee for every unit they sell. Yeah, like Oscar Mayer or somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. What was the so what so was there an issue with that or? No, it's just that um stuff that I can't talk about because I believe I am still under the NDA. I mean, I can talk about that one, but all the stores are closed. Like I haven't been able to figure out if I am allowed to talk or not. Well. I just know. Well, no, yeah. we can. Well, just just we can just. I think you summed it up though uh, perfectly. It's. Um, these deals you know companies look at it like small businesses look at it like an opportunity and then they find out later down the line that oh i signed this dotted line but now you know while my business is going to thrive a bit is not as much as it could be um and that's why contracts often get reneg uh you know uh renegotiate oh uh, gosh re uh you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> renegotiated yeah they get renegotiated because of the fact that people realize at the time they made a real they 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 thought they were getting a good deal but then they looked at it and it was like this wasn't the best and that happens so um you know again really pay attention to what your product is understand the value understand where you are financially if you can make it happen what you need to do um to try not that to take people. Much, try not to take too much debt always go for the equity over you know them giving you like oh i want like never do a perpetual royalty that's what i learned from shark tank never yeah. do a perpetual anything that takes food out of your mouth yeah because that just need to ruin. Yeah, you you you'll sign the deal, but it's not if it's not going to if it's not going to add commas uh, to your bank account, you know, in a positive manner. Then, you know, don't do it. Um, so while we were talking about this, I just had a revelation, people, about something that will make us millions of dollars for a business idea. Oh Lord of mercy! And on that note, <laughs> no, no, I've got it. I've got it. Are you ready? Oh Lord. So, so you know covid is running rampant right and you know people need to protect themselves and we we also want to incentivize people to protect themselves you know how you do it you create not medical masks but medical masks so this has been an episode of three <laughs> angry black people 
no, no, uh, no. Rob, you want to carry out with your pop no, thought? We not no, do. No, no, no. So every time you breathe, it's like you're not only protecting them, but you're making yourself feel good. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I think it's three good. hour, three hours, dude. We y'all, we will be recording for three hours. <laughs> you guys will get a royalty deal. I'm we'll not. I'm not. It. I'm not funding your idea. We'll talk about it later. Medical you medical. you can talk about it. Um, <laughs> you can, okay, you can right, talk right. about well, it. Well, look. Um, so I wanted to. Um, I wanted to leave people on this note of right now. It is important. You know, we got this COVID. You know, COVID is spreading rampant across across our nation. The infection rate is going crazy. We need to, as a people, remain patient. And when I say patient, I don't mean we don't take action. There's a lot of things we need to take action on. But we need to draw a fine line about when to be patient and when to and when and when to strike. And no and timing is very important. Because if we all go outside right now and we don't protect ourselves, people will die. I understand how many people are frustrated. And I think a lot of the problems that are going on today is a result of us being cramped inside. Everybody's tired. I know you're tired. But you have to be patient in that aspect. You have to take care of yourselves. Because like I've said before, we will come out the other side. But right now, when you're in your dark place, you don't see that. All you understand is I'm getting, you know, I'm getting like the COVID-15 pounds added on. I'm not doing what I should. I'm frustrated. There's all these corrupt, there's all this corruption. I just want to go out. And that's why we have people lashing out and doing the crazy stuff that they're doing. Where if you just have a little bit of faith that we're going to come out of this, we're going to be fine. And we can still take the actions we need to do because we need to stand up. We need to fight. We need to get out there. Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. I know, you know, we just need to realize that this will happen. And if you see the end point that there there will be light, then let that instill the energy that you will be okay and make the right decisions and just think clearly about it don't rush into anything don't believe these false these false cures let them research let them do what they need to do and we will all be fine we're going to get out of this no matter what happens in the election no matter what you know you know no matter what the future is there is still a future for us so remember that hold on to that and keep moving forward well said well said well said well said um i got nothing <laughs> christine nope that's a be- beautiful word beautiful and that's how word. exactly how we're going to end it <laughs> that's exactly how we're going to end it uh this is another uh gut punching episode of three angry black people if you love what you hear please subscribe to us on uh, spotify 
You subscribe to us on Apple. If you're listening on Apple, you love what you hear, please do give us a five star rating. It helps us very much. We appreciate you. You can follow us on Facebook as well as Instagram. And best believe we will have uh, more content coming your way. So stay tuned. We love you. And uh, yeah, that's all. Thank you for listening. Please wear a medical mask. Oh, gosh. You know what? We probably should like find a supplier for masks and sell them. We can we can do that, but let's let's talk about that off air because I, 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 I need to I, Ooh, angry black logos. Okay, all right. Okay, we're gonna show up. Bye. <laughs> we're out. Peace. See ya.